And welcome to episode 377 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hey, it's still lockdown. <laughs> lockdown show number 24. I don't know. I don't know which, how many shows <laughs> day, it's been. Day 3017. I've resulted to eating my own fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's things with you? Good, good. How have you been? I'm fine, fine. Um, so I'm trying to think anything exciting happened during the week. Uh, no standard goofiness at the shop. Um, yeah, I, 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 I've caught up with almost all the first three episodes of the boys. Okay. Uh, I've, I'm like four episodes into Cobra Kai. I'm trying to catch, I'm trying to balance my, my show watching. <laughs> um, I started watching the first episode of the new season of lucifer okay uh, so i'm trying I'm, I'm juggling i'm i'm juggling shows at the moment and i also got some game time in so you know you think gee sean you could do all that and hold down a steady job you must be a miracle worker no i just stay up really late <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you don't know is i'm constantly exhausted because i only got so much time to have enjoyed myself <laughs> um uh, yeah, I'm thinking nothing really crazy. I mean, I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything because everything's either closed or minimum hours, and I don't like people. And it's a perfect time because no one wants to be around anybody. So I'm yeah, living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ed? Anything new and exciting happen to you this week? Well, yeah, actually. Um, oh, Monday. Monday was the holiday for the United States here. It's called Labor Day, and uh, the laborers uh, should have off. And, uh, of course, nobody does because all, all the people that should be should be off are working because all the other people that took off or, you know, are off or, right. or you know, like uh, uh, we're going to restaurants or whatever, you know, type of thing. So uh, my wife and I, um, we went to the store. It's called Hobby Lobby. It's in the Willow Grove area. <laughs> I've heard of that store. And um, yeah, you know, we, we did we did our traditional thing, which is what you do on Labor Day is you buy a Christmas tree. What? <laughs> Who uh, buys it? Wait, okay, hold on, slow down. <laughs> you bought a Christmas tree on Labor Day? Yes. I don't, I don't know if you guys are aware of it, but there's still the two major holidays left before Christmas. Oh yes. Halloween and Thanksgiving. Of course, of course. And the, 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 you know, we were we were in we were in the store, and it's it's now like my wife's favorite new place to go to. Um, <laughs> see, I, I you, oh, see, that's her new favorite place. Stacy's a pro at that. Yeah, she's they, they, when she walks in, they go, "Oh, hi, Stacy." Well, I mean, she's been to Hobby Lobby before this, but this is like the first like big location that we've been to, like in the area that like, I mean, unless there's another one I'm not aware of, but she, it just opened in the Willow Grove mall like earlier this year. New one. Hold on. Hold on. I got There's a new one that opened up in Willow Grove. It's by the Walmart, by the Ulta, by Ulta. Yeah. Lowe's. Yeah. Okay. Local references. Okay, so it's not new. She knew about that. I've, well, I mean, I, I apologize. It it opened this year, but it opened up in January, I think it was. Okay, you know, so but, it's new as far as it's it's been open since July, January. Yeah. So we hold on. I got I got piped through my other earphone earpiece. That the closest one was in Jersey. Yeah. You know, 
So now, hallelujah, hallelujah, it's closer. Right. So so basically, like, we went over there. She wanted to go over there before the pandemic hit it. And then, of course, with the pandemic, we didn't go over. So that was the first opportunity. And they were having, they had Christmas stuff out, which it's like, I guess they just left it there. <laughs> and when they reopened, it's the pandemic. We were going to put it away in, in January. <laughs> But by the time March rolled around, we got so caught up in everything, we just said, fuck it, we'll just leave it there. When we decide to open up, Christmas sale. <laughs> yes, because it was 40% off. I mean, we got we got 40% off this tray because we've always been looking for a tray because I have these certain lights that uh, when I was a kid, they were called bubble lights. They look like little uh, candles, but it's liquid in it. And it, 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 after, it heat, after it heats up, it bubbles up and they're called bubble lights. And yeah, That's kind of cool, like little mini lava lamps. Yes. You know, and okay. and my dad had those for for years and all, and I was like one of the things that Christmas, one of the few things I remember, you know, not remember, but that's the first few things that always, my childhood that I always wanted, and I found a set like of you know strings like like years ago, and I was like so excited, I bought them all out, I was so excited, but every tree we have has lights on them now, like because they always come pre lit, they always you know right. have like you know like we saved you the the effort and i'm like why are you still selling strings of lights for trees if we have these trees with lights on the magic of decorating your tree we've taken all the fun out of it by having you buy trees that are already pre-lit right <laughs> so so every tree that had, doesn't have lights look terrible they look fake you can tell or you could see the, the the trunk and all that kind of stuff right so this is like the first full tree i was like this is like really beautiful now you know and for the price, it was like for forty percent off. I'm like, I couldn't beat it with you know, beat because it, it was like sure. 120 bucks for it. You know, it was a 200 dollar tree, and I got it for 120 dollars. And I was like, you know, All it's right. a really tall tree, so it's good. So you know, of course, you know, our, 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 our you know from from coming here that we have two trees. <laughs> we have a standard right. Christmas tree, and then we have a Disney tree. <laughs> right. And the Disney tree, we needed to we were so we we're going to use the tree that we that we're replacing it with with the Disney tree because the Disney tree. That we have, we don't we we have too many ornaments, <laughs> too, many, too many too many Mickey's to, so we have to get a fair tree. So it's it's a it's gonna be an upgrade. Um, but then I almost I almost got into a car accident that Monday because what I was driving and I was taking I was also taking uh, my older brother to the bookstore uh, like I normally do like if we go out in that area, and we were driving by and she goes. Oh, you know what? There's that shoe store that we usually buy shoes at. Do you want to get a pair? And I was like, "Sure, all right." You know, because she's like, "I was she wanted to get me for my birthday. We never got them because of the pandemic." So she's like, "This is you know that." So as I'm like pulling in, she goes, "Oh, it's it's buy one get one half off." And I remember the last week's show <laughs> when you were talking about how you had to buy shoes. I bought it basically the same place you did. <laughs> And my wife bought a pair of shoes. <laughs> that's how they get. That's how they get us. Oh, you don't you need new shoes? By the way, while we're here, let's get a pair for me. <laughs> so, so I was just like, I was, I started laughing when she said that because I thought of you right away. <laughs> that's called a relationship, kids. <laughs> so. So that was that was my that was my big moments. I did pick up a few movies, uh, you know, this past week. A uh, couple couple that like I forgot about and I wanted to get and I never did. And finally, you know, like I saw them on um, on Pluto TV, and I'm like, you know what, I, I gotta buy these. So I did, and I picked them up. 
And uh, one is a, a Val Kilmer picture. It was called Wonderland. He plays uh, John okay. Holmes. He, John Holmes. And, uh, yeah, it's got a nice cast. It's got Kate Bosworth, Lisa Kudrow, uh, Josh Lewis, Lucas, and uh, Dylan McDermott in, in the film. And uh, it's about uh, Johnny Ho- John Holmes uh, back in, like, the 80s, I think 81. Uh, there was a, there was these horrific murders on the street called Wonderland about drug dealers who uh, stole from this guy who was a big-time, I guess, uh, drug lord or something like that, Eddie Atnash. So he retaliated and ended up killing him, and John Holmes was in the middle of it. So there's kind of like three versions of the story. It's kind of like uh, um, Hollywoodland. Remember that sh- movie? Right. You know, like it's like you said, so it depends on which version you believe, you know, based off of, you know, it, like stuff that was talked about, you know, like because there was the Dylan McDermott's character was one of the survivor because he wasn't there during when they, they killed everybody in Wonderland. So he was, he gave his side of the story. Then you have, uh, um, I guess what the police have uh, put together, you know, in their case, and then the the of course uh, John Holmes version of it. So it depends on how you look at it. It's an interesting movie. It's it's worth a watch. I enjoy it. I don't know why. I every time it's on, I I I, I watch it and enjoy it highly. So I had to pick it up for uh for me, you know, for me to watch again and again. Um, and then uh, I, I, I well, funny enough, I do like that movie too. But there also a movie came out I think the same year called Blow. With Johnny Depp, yes, and it's 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 uh, it's like a telling another telling of that story, just told from one perspective. Um, and I remember watching both of them. I was like, "Oh, look at that!" Really? I thought it was interesting to see that Hollywood does that every once in a while. They'll make two, Deep Impact and um, what's called Armageddon. Yeah, like, but, hey, look, but I mean, similar thoughts. Wonderland was Wonderland was the John Holmes story, but the. Uh, the blow was George Young. He was a guy from Boston that was a uh, a drug dealer that went from from going from selling marijuana to cocaine in the eighties through Miami. Right. And the Wonderland was done in uh, California. Maybe you think of another movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. I'm hip. <laughs> I'm hip with all the. I'm hip with all the drug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, any 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 drug related movie from the eighties? That's right. <laughs> um, and I also picked up that thing you do with Tom Hanks movies. I got the extended cut. Uh, you know, I enjoy that movie highly. I don't know why why I, I never had that in my collection, so I decided to pick that up. As well as American Psycho, uh, I got the extended cut for or the uncut version of that one uh, as okay. well. So I was like, yeah, that was great. You know. And then I saw a movie that I haven't seen since probably the 80s. It was made in the 70s. But I, I, I'm trying to think. Maybe I don't know if I saw it in the 90s. No, I probably don't know. It was, it, but it's, it's a comedy, and it's, it's a bizarre comedy. It's one of those ones that you go, you watch it, you laugh, and then you kind of move on. But I've seen it like several times, and it came up on Pluto. And it's called Murder by Death. I love that movie. I mean, it's got a, it's got a, it's got an all-star cast of anything, and it's all about the old, um, you know, novels, mystery writer uh, novels. Uh, you know, their actual characters come to life and try to solve like a whodunit um, uh, mystery type of thing, which was all fake, but it was a comedy. It's just, it's really bizarre, and it was, it was, it's on Pluto now. But I had to pick it up for, on, you know, for for uh, uh, for me to watch in my own time and all. Um, so, uh, so that was it. 
And then a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned this, and I think I, we told the story on air. I'm just going to tell it briefly on air. Was there was a movie I was interested in buying? I again, it was I saw it on Pluto, and I wanted to but to own it. It was The Court Jester with uh, Danny Kaye and Angela Lansbury, and okay. I I I went on on eBay because you know it's expensive on uh, online. So I went on eBay and I found it for nine ninety nine. I was excited. I was like, all right, but I had to put a bid in, and all week. Not you know like it was fine like I'm thinking I'm getting this for ten bucks this is awesome you know because like 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 it's like thirty bucks online you, you know you get it so I'm thinking I'm right. gonna get it for third price this is awesome it's out of print this is this is great you know sealed in a you know brand new you know kind of thing so the day the day of I get an email in the morning saying that somebody up the bid so I'm like all right you know I'll throw Good. a few I'll throw a few bucks in you know and so it kept going back and forth I got up to twenty bucks. And it was like twenty fifty was the next buy, and they wanted me to bid again. And I'm like, I didn't really want to pay twenty bucks for this. Like, <laughs> like that's it. I'm done. Like, like, like I'm like, oh well. Like I'm not getting it because it's like, like there's a used version for sixteen. I'm like, for four dollars. I mean, you no. Know, granted, it's you know it's used, but whatever. You know, kind of thing. I was thinking about it. So later that day, after the the bid went off, you know, the the auction went off on eBay and stopped. They sent me an email saying that I could buy it for twenty bucks, and I'm thinking. I think I guess got bamboozled. Like, <laughs> like, like I got scammed. Like they were up in the bids, hoping that I would, I would pay in and, and thanks. So I'm like, well, I'm not buying it for 20 bucks. Screw that. Right. So a couple days later, it's back online on eBay for nine ninety nine, for, for to start bidding. So I'm thinking, you know what? I'm just putting it in for nine ninety nine. That's it. Right. Sure right. enough, same thing happens. the the day The day it's supposed to end, uh, you know, I get outbid by fifty cents. So I was like, <laughs> "All right, that's it. Like, I'm not, I'm not playing this game. Like, I'm done." Right. So right. sure enough, the the I didn't win. You know, obviously, you know, and things. So I get an email saying that I could buy it for nine ninety nine. So I'm like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I got that for ten bucks. So I thought that was interesting. And then um, I got a. I, I was at Target the other uh, during the week to uh, pick something up, and it was on sale. So I picked it up on Blu-ray, dig, uh, DVD, and digital. It's called Bombshell with Charlize uh, Theron and uh, Nicole Kidman and uh, Margot Robbie. I keep, I keep circling that movie to buy too. And it was like it was thirteen bucks at uh, on Target this week. So I figured I'm buying it. I picked it up, and I haven't watched it yet. So I'm definitely going to okay. watch it. Hopefully this week. I did watch a movie, and this is the last one I picked up. It was something that we mentioned in releases of the week last week. Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Uh, I bought I bought one too. Did you watch it? Uh, I did not watch it. I watched the I watched the special features on Lobo. I got to see what the next animated movie was going to be, which I'm I'm pretty excited about that one. The Batman, the Heart of the Dragon, I think it is. Yeah, Soul of the that Dragon. One, Soul of the Dragon. That looks really really good. Um, I'm kind of into that whole '70s style theme going on with it but i didn't get a chance to actually watch the actual movie itself okay um but you did so how what did you think the special features are the best part (laughs) 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 no no no, no, let let me put it this way it's not the worst dc animated movie put out there okay it's not the best either and it's not like mid-range let's put it that way it's like it's 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 intriguing like like there's like so much promise because you got lobo and you have martian manhunter in it i don't know 
I'm not giving this away. I don't think because it's, yeah, it's, it's the trailers, you know. Um, uh-huh. So you you have all this, and then there's another character that like I don't even know if he was in in the DC universe or not. And I'm, I'm not going to say who it is. He's on okay. the cover, you know. To, he's not really giving away. Oh, you, um, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you 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 want this kind of awesome moment, you know, type of thing, and it turns into a speech uh, about hate. <laughs> I'm here to watch superheroes punch each other, not being lectured. Yes. And that's, right. and that's how, that's how I felt. And and it's like, like Superman didn't even, Superman didn't even, I'm going to spoil this. I'm sorry. Superman didn't even win the day. Like he, somebody else did. And you go, really? I mean, like you kind of go, all right, I, I kind of see the, the, uh, um, the, the 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 journey to get there to this point and why why it happened that way at the end but you go yeah if i if i didn't really if if, it was, if i was half interested in this movie it wouldn't be worth it like you know what i'm saying like it's just not it, i mean the, the from the trailers and i think the stuff that i saw it definitely is a movie more about um i know they're relaunching and rebooting everything for the animated series and stuff mm-hmm. like that for the animated movies and it seems very um soapboxy like very you know um will i be taught like about tolerance and acceptance and you know it it definitely comes from a i'm going to say a social justice warrior perspective it looked Mm -hmm. like um but that being said i mean it's superman and and you kind of expect a little bit of that when you're with your superman movies it's not all you know punch punch kick kick no I, I i do get that and I'm, I'm i'm like i'm like they do do that it's not like this is the first movie that they, they attempted this in superman right but they were more subtle about it they were they were more right. like you, you know you're, you're sitting there and you this, <laughs> this one says a disclaimer right before it starts like yeah for the next 70 80 minutes you're going to be told how how you should be feeling about things in the world that maybe you're ignorant to yeah <laughs> so strap in at least the colors are pretty. We got Alexander Alexandria Dario's Lois Lane now, and and Zachary Quinto as Lex Luthor, famous people, and we got Opie from Sons of Anarchy playing Lobo. First time in animation, it'd be awesome. But before that, preachy, 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 preachy. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and, it, and like I said, like 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 some of the characters they could have done more with, and it was just such a letdown. And right. they're, they're, and, the, and especially the ending, it was such. It's just like I'm like because uh, uh, the the whole Lobo character was, I, I was excited for it. Like I was like, oh my god, Lobo! Like like finally, you know. It's, and he's curses in this. Why, like this is awesome. That's why it's got my money, you know. <laughs> and then at the end, you're like, and you know, the, the, at the end when that when it happens, you go, wait a minute, what happened to this subplot that you know, like went nowhere and they're like you know and you're and it's so yeah so i was i was just really disappointed i mean it's it's artistically beautiful um you know like i said the colors are pretty um you know there's some good action scenes in it you know uh you know if you want those things that's 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 you know thing if if you don't care about story then you know or if you you can ignore the fact that you you should feel guilty at the end of it (laughs) this is maybe a movie for you you know just I'll just throw that out there for you. We want you walking away from this movie thinking you should be ashamed of the human being that you are and you should call your mother. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to tell you the piece of crap you are. 
<laughs> Thanks, <laughs> yeah. But first, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I actually, because I watched, I watched it digitally, obviously, and I actually put the DVD, the Blu-ray into, you know, in the, in the machine just to watch the extras because I, that's the thing, uh-huh. like, I, I okay. live, I'm, I'm actually, gonna, like, like I really care less about the story that we get and more about like what's on the dvd like on the blu-ray like like the extras like that to me is more interesting because it's like what's the next movie like like uh, <laughs> give it to uh, me well yeah like i said i bought the movie the first thing i did was i look at the special features um but i Ed, i'm gonna give you a little in, a little insider tip yeah. download the movies anywhere app all right because that's how i watched my digital my bonus features digitally was through movies anywhere you have, we talked about this. Voodoo kind of steals and hides stuff for, from you. Yeah. Um, and if you go to movies anywhere and you look, it, it it always does like what you purchased last. And if you look at um, Man, Superman Man of Tomorrow, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the special features there. <laughs> you, you're doing that right now, aren't you? Oh, that's right. Because there it <laughs> um, is. Yeah, I, I I noticed that like if it has the movies anywhere icon in Voodoo, I sometimes go right to movies anywhere and look for special features. That's how I knew that um I had like for um the Watchmen they had like, I have like a whole another version of the movie because if uh because of it's it's a special feature. I'm like all right, there you go. I can watch that instead. I'm sorry. Yeah. What do you have as a special feature? Um, um, Watchmen, the 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 Watchmen's the director cut. I think the ultimate cut. I have a version. I forget which version of Watchmen I have, but it comes with the ultimate edition, which is like the one that I think that they put in the animation in. Okay. Like it's like movie, and if you watch, if you read the comic book, it's the movie, and then they cut it, cut it with the with the um the dark freighter. The, yeah. And I think it's intercut with that. It's been a while since I watched it, so I might be completely wrong about which version it is. But I do know that I, if I go down to one of the movies, as a special feature, is a whole completely other movie. You know, they'll or for example, um, I mean, for Voodoo, I bought Doctor Sleep. The version I have comes with the extended cut, but you can't. You have to access that as a special feature. It's not like a whole separate movie. It's it's fucked up and weird. Yeah. You know, um, uh, after we get off the air, I got something I got to tell you, a little, little behind the scenes stuff I forgot to mention before we went on air. Okay. So remind me. Okay. <laughs> little, oh, it's, they're talking about talking about stuff, show stuff after the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, i trying to think, like, uh, I just, I bought, um, actually, well, in Target, um, I don't think I own, um, I know you're not a, a Rob Zombie fan or his directing style, but House of a Thousand Corpses, um, oh my God, Three from Hell and Devil's Rejects, all three of those movies, are a Target exclusive steel book um, set. It was like thirty bucks. I was I was tempted to buy because the steel book looks real nice, and I'm like maybe I'll uh, maybe depends on how it goes this weekend after I get paid, you know, <laughs> looking at circling like well I'm trying to think what else comes out that I'm really interested in seeing that's coming out video wise I'm not sure 
I, I, I'm trying to think. There's one that actually sit on watch, me watch, and I liked it. Actually, it was one of the one of the ones. I think it might have been the Devil's Rejects. The Devil's Rejects. I the first one's House of a Thousand Corpses. That's very gory and very it's very like old school '70s kind of gore fest, which isn't bad. I'm not. I didn't hate it. I thought it was very interesting. It was like Rob Zombie's like first directorial debut film. Mm-hmm. But I thought the Devil's Rejects, where the guys from the first movie are on the run. Yeah, that's and the one I saw, yeah. I thought that was phenomenal. That's like my favorite out of the two. And apparently, he made a third one, the Three from Hell movie, and I haven't had a chance to see that one. So I don't really know if it's good or bad. But I know I don't own any of them on Blu-ray, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure. I think I bought them on DVD at the time, because that's when the police devil's reject and house of a thousand corpses um so a part of me is like well i can get all three in one big nice cool looking steel book you know digital copy because that matters now apparently to me i don't know why <laughs> i guess because i'm too lazy now to actually go downstairs and pull it off a shelf there you go <clears throat> but um that being said i don't know what's coming out in video or anymore because the world's weird <laughs> so I need you to tell me what's coming out so I know to go, oh, Tuesday I need to go to the store. <laughs> well, I don't think this Tuesday you need to go to the store. There's not really much coming out. There is a um, a lot of 4Ks are coming out that are uh, you know from, from previous movies. Home Alone is getting its first 4K uh, treatment uh, this uh, time around. So okay. you can think. Uh, since Halloween's coming up, Hocus Pocus is getting a uh, 4K version of it. Uh, so you know, and then if you want steel books, they have the steel books uh, versions of both of those in there. Uh, twenty one and twenty two Jump Street uh, individually are getting four Ks, and then a twenty one twenty two Jump Street uh, combo on four K one as one set. So there's okay. uh, those to look forward to. Um, they're re-releasing the Phantom on Blu-ray um, just to just to put it back in into in circulation. The, the the Billy Zane movie. That's right, the Billy Zane movie from the '96 wow, Billy Zane. That, that okay. Um, I actually kind of, I think I enjoyed that movie. I, I reason why I say I think is because I this is what I remember. I remember I think I was down the shore when I saw it, and I remember it's the first time I I was introduced to Catherine Zeta Jones. Uh huh. And and. I kind of instantly kind of had a thing for her because she's, I think she plays kind of like the bad guy. She does. Like, and I remember being weirdly like, like, oh, she's kind of cute. She's sexy and she's bad. And all right. What, a, what an exotic name, Catherine Zeta Jones. What's going <laughs> to, what? I can't wait to see what she, what's next for her. And I think it was Entrapment was next. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I like this movie too because it's got Catherine Zeta Jones and Sean Connery in it. And, Ooh, there's thieves and you spy stuff, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, so that's, but I remember Billy Zane being the Phantom, and it was a big deal too because it was <clears throat> a comic book. It was a comic strip. I don't think it was ever a book. You're right. Was it, it, a book? Was, it was a comic strip. You're right. Okay, it was a comic strip that they decided to turn into a movie, and it was. It, I didn't think it was horrible. I don't remember if it was good or bad. I just remember being entertained. <laughs> and I guess in the end, I guess that's all that really matters. <laughs> I might have to see if it's out there on out there in F- Freezeville. Maybe I'll. Watch well, it. I mean, I know. I mean, I I have the Blu-ray of it, and I actually did the you know two dollar you know conversion from disc to digital. Okay. 
uh, for it because I do enjoy that movie. I mean, it's not like uh, it's like it's 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 also like um, oh, what's that other movie with uh, uh, Alec Baldwin? He plays the uh, the shadow. Um, I, yeah, I have that one on Blu-ray. <clears throat> so I mean, it's it's those it's those movies that like you know they were good, but they were like. They weren't as good, like like they weren't critically like they're not a Batman movie or or um, a Superman right. movie or you know or a Spider-Man movie. It's just going to be, you know, these were these were obscure characters that were used because they were radio plays or, or uh, um, you know comic strip. Most of their fans I, are dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would also even slow, uh, throw Dick Tracy in there. Yeah, you know, like Dick Tracy, the Shadow, and the Phantom were three. I would think like. It was like, well, we wanted, we don't want to do Batman or Superman or any of the Marvel characters. What else is out there that might we might be able to take license with that we don't have to strict? And the people who were fans of it are probably too old to know that we fucked up the storyline. Yeah. You know, like we're not going to have a bunch of nerds. We want, you know, to be going, that's not what the Shadow would have done. You know, <laughs> what do you mean a Phantom? Why did he look like that? Why is he purple? (laughs) You know, I just, I was like, so for me, it's been like, I think they took those three. Now, I thought Dick Tracy, I I really, really, it's one of my, I think out of the three of them, I would probably have to go Dick Tracy, The Shadow, and then Phantom for me. Okay. Because Dick Tracy had the, the way the colors were popped, Al Pacino being really over the top, Al Pacino, the, the cast of bad guys and the, the the colors. I remember. I remember going to the movie theaters and seeing that. And as a as a promo gift, you got because they made such a big deal about. It. They gave you a free T shirt to go when you when you sign up and it had a stamp, um, like a it had like a ticket and they stamped the date that you went to go see the movie for like a midnight release. Mm-hmm. That was that was the f- the free gift that I remember getting that at the Orleans. I was like, "Look at me with my stamped T-shirt. I'm cool. I'm hip, and no one cared." <laughs> I think I think I wore it like twice, and I was afraid to wash it because I was afraid the if I washed it, off. the stamp would come off, and no one would know that I How was cool there you were. one. <laughs> How much of a dork you were. I, I, it is surprising I am married. <laughs> like right away, I, she just, I, I can just feel the look. Like really, really, you nerd, <laughs> the weeb, and that was in the nineties. <laughs> I was an adult when I did that. <laughs> I think your first wife was born. <laughs> she, she might have been my first wife. Had like I have more than one. <laughs> oh, that's right. You didn't want to talk about the. <laughs> no, <sighs> so that's it coming out. On no, no, one more. There's one more. There's another re- right. release. It's Cowboy Bebop. The complete series is coming out on Blu-ray. It's gonna have a steel book version. Uh, it looks pretty nice. Um, you know, really another because Be- Best Buy must have had to jump on that because I'm going to Best Buy in it once in a while and there's a Cowboy Bebop box set steel book. Yeah, they're, they're yeah they're releasing it again, you know. So um, oh, okay, yeah, I, that's fascinating. Go ahead. There's, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, it's just like you know, if you if you like um, Firefly, it's kind of like that in a way, you know. But it's the anime uh, version. Of it. I tried watching it. 
I don't, I'm, and I mean by tried wasn't that I failed at it. Was I started watching it on Hulu because I think Hulu has yeah they have the it show. on there yeah right. So and I know that it's it's got a it's a cult classic of a TV show. It's it's one of the OG anime shows that if you were people of our generation, it's well, one of the shows that you well, really was, got into. Well, it was based in the nineties. It came out in the nineties. Okay. Yeah, and it was it was a, it was it was it was it was, it was, it was it was for Japan. It was extremely violent. Um, you know, okay. it was, was kind of like way beyond. And they didn't think it would make it here in America at all um, until they did like the midnight showings, basically through like the um, uh, I forget what they call those shows. The tsunami. Uh, you know, sci-fi yeah, the sci-fi on you know, sci-fi and stuff like that, and Cartoon Network, right. where you know it's like in the middle of the night they would show it, and like the fan base was so big that was so massive that people were staying up just to watch this show and loved it and you know they were like you know they wanted to get to hold their hands what i remember it came out in on dvd in the 90s like like 98 or something like that and it was like 30 bucks a season like a, a, a and it wasn't like it was just one season but it was like it was like five parts i think it was like right. broken into because it was like a few episodes and these were japanese imports at the time in the late 90s so they were extremely expensive like you know so like right hard to get yeah and like like if you if you could get your hands on them they would be like 30 40 bucks a piece you know like just for right. like one you know a few episodes or whatever so uh, it's definitely worth, you know, worth it. I think it's not even it's like 20 bucks. So it's like for the whole thing. <laughs> so. Yeah. I kind of, I, uh, part of me every once in a while when I was, when I would go to Best Buy and I would see it and I was tempted and they're like, the only problem I have is it's like, they have like, Oh, digital version, digital copy and it has Funimation on it. And I'm like, I hope they're not saying I had to have a Funimation account to actually watch a digital version of it. It should be like voodoo related. Well, they have, they have, they do have it on voodoo. Uh, okay. So you probably could get it on Voodoo, like if you if you is one of the one of the ones um, on there. Because um, I, I I was I was kicking myself because I was thinking about buying it because it was on sale one week and it was like uh-huh. twelve bucks. And oh. I and I and I like and I keep looking. I'm like ah, it's it's gonna like it seems like like some sales like on Voodoo seem like to be on sale forever. Like <laughs> when you look at stuff. But now, now it's right. like now, now if you if you look at because it, it's not on sale anymore, it's like fifty three bucks, right? So it's like yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'll just pull out the discs and do it that way. Thanks. Yeah, I, I, I there's, I think there was a second weekend of a DC fandom this weekend, um, or was it last weekend? I don't no, know. It's but- going on now. There's the fandom sale, yeah. Right, so there's the voodoo has everything on sale again, and I'm like, ooh, am I gonna be able to get a second a second chance here to get a Smallville for fifty bucks? No, it's not even on the list. <laughs> I'm like, bastards. Yeah, looking now, I don't see it. Yeah, um, they're actually, you know, what? Walmart's doing something interesting this year for Halloween, um, if for collectors, it's on DVD. So take that for what it's worth. Um, but they're re-releasing. They have um, the cool, complete like Frankenstein series, Dracula, Wolfman, Creature of the Black Lagoon, uh, all set. Like they have like individual horror movies. Oh, okay. Um, set sets like um, all of um, all the Chucky movies are in a collection, but it's all in it's all in DVD and it has a slip cover, and the slip cover has like just like Chucky's face. And it glows in the dark. Oh. Um, but they do that with Frankenstein, with Dracula, 
with the Wolfman, they all have like their own individual slip covers and they all glow in the dark. And because it's in Walmart, you get a digital version of, I'm assuming one of the movies, not all of them. <clears throat> but I knew, I, one thing I thought was interesting for with Dracula and Frankenstein and the Wolfman, they all have one movie in common. Uh, and it's on all three of them. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. <laughs> and <laughs> now I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Like as as like I, that's to me the first crossover movie of all time. And funny. Yeah. It created a horror comedy genre in itself. You know for as goofy as that sounds but huh. I, I was like oh it seems real fascinating and I was really interested because the covers are all cool because it's all kind of like imagine Dracula like it's a complete bat black um, slip cover with Dracula's Bill Lugosi's face on it green because that's what they needed for it to glow in the dark and I was like wow that seems it's really cool and it, it did like the Purge series like all the real big horror movies uh, <clears throat> and I was like oh that's that's really cool but it's DVD. I'm like, oh, I'm not buying them. I just thought it, the cover was cool. I was like, if you, if you did it on Blu-ray, you might, you may have gotten my attention on maybe like one or two of them if they were cheap enough. But I, I, th I think my, I think I have most of them already on Blu-ray. I'm just not sure. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'd have to go home and look. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, that's is that all for movies? That's yes, 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 yes. The video okay. games. Yeah. What's well, we coming out in video games, Ed? We have e e let me try that again e football PES 2021 developed by Konami and published by Konami for the PS4 Xbox One PC and uh, that's it for Tuesday. Now remember that's football. That's football. soccer, not soccer. American football. That's what I say there like e football. I guess it's I guess that makes e football. E football. Um, right. Then we have Spelunky 2 developed by Mossmouth and Bitworks. And uh, it's for the PS4, and that's coming out Tuesday. Then okay. we have Crisis Remastered, developed by uh, Crytek, published uh, and published by okay. uh, Crytek as well. And uh, it's for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that's on Friday. Then we have Super Mario 3D All-Stars, developed by Nintendo, of course, published by Nintendo for the Switch, and that's on Friday. And finally... I that pre-ordered. Yeah, you do? <laughs> yeah. The, the moment... It, um, it's It's... It's Mario's 35th anniversary, or 35th birthday, I guess you can kind of say it, call yeah. it, since Super Mario Brothers hit, and Nintendo has decided to be like, hey, we're going to put, it's going to be, um, it is Super Mario 64, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy, which were all previously released into one package for the Switch. Um, and the moment Stacy saw it, I was like, you're going to pre-order that, right? And I was like, yeah, I guess I am, because <laughs> she's a big Mario fan. I would have, I would have let it. Me personally, I, I probably wouldn't have touched it. Um, but I, now that I'm getting it, I might dabble a little bit because I, I remember playing. I didn't, I didn't, didn't even know what Mario Sun, uh, Super Mario Sunshine was. I think that was it's a more of an import. Mm -hmm. um, Super Mario sixty four. I didn't never had a Nintendo sixty four, so I completely missed the boat on that one. <clears throat> but I did have a Wii. So I did play Super Mario Galaxy for a little while. Um, <clears throat> the only thing I, I can honestly say is that as cool as that is, they did leave, they didn't update any of the graphics. Like, And I think they did that purposely. Mm -hmm. At least all the ads I've seen, 
is that Super Mario 64 is a 64-bit game. It looks like it's a 64-bit game, and I think that's because of the purest part of it. Mm-hmm. it I don't think they remastered it or redid it. So I, I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I could probably walk down memory lane there a little bit. You know, I don't know. I, I struggle with going backwards in time yeah. graphically for video games. Right. Um, but I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a shot. I don't know. <laughs> haven't decided. <laughs> That's the only thing I, I will probably have somewhat of a review on that, I guess, because I definitely know I'll be watching Stacy play it. Okay. You know, so I'm, you know, look forward to that next show. What else you got? And finally, we have WWE 2K Battlegrounds, uh, developed by Saber Interactive and published by 2K Games for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that will come out on Friday. And then all, um, all the games. Okay, uh, full disclosure, that game looks like a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, 2K Battlegrounds, it's... The WWE games have not been doing so well lately. They've been kind of glitchy as hell, and this last one, the WWE 2K20, was kind of like the last one that the company was doing. Mm-hmm. So no one really knew what was coming out. This... I don't know if you have a picture of it or if you've seen any pictures of it. It's imagine. Um, remember when we were when we would go to the arcade and there was that that WWE Legends kind of game, mm-hmm. where like you had like little miniature versions of your character and you'd fight. Um, this looks like it looks like that. <clears throat> it's like you, they're like caricatures of each character. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, because I, I can pull it up off of uh, Game Informer here because that's where we're getting right, all our news. By the, the, the it, stylistically, it looks really cool and looks like a fun game because it's also you can play four players on a you know couch co-op four players. It looks like there's like special moves. Like there's I saw the Undertaker shooting lightning down from the sky. There's somebody throwing somebody else into a live crocodile to a crocodile getting them eaten it looks like a fun game and i think that's what was missing out of the wwe games i feel like like sure you can get it to be like oh well, i'm gonna put a submission hold on you that's awesome and all you can be real technical but the problem with the wwe games for me was that you had to like hold like two or three buttons to get the kind of a special move on yeah you know, and it was like, oh, well, I want to do grapple, so I have to hold the R, the, the right trigger down, and then move, press the A button or press the press square, and then put move the joystick to the left to do this hold. And it just got complicated. When all you really want to do is just punch, kick, throw people around, slant, jump on them, and slam into the ground, and try pinning them. Mm-hmm. That's all you really want to do, and that's all you wind up doing is you wind up inadvertently button mashing. And this game looks like it takes that and and goes, okay, we know that's what you all do, so we're going to give you a game. It's not story-driven. There's a little bit of a story because you need a plot for why you have to go pretty much – why are you fighting in the middle of a a bayou? You know, why why aren't you doing it in the ring? There's like a little story because there's – Paul Heyman goes to Vince McMahon and wants to create this battlegrounds type thing, and which is why you have to go from place to place. Hence the name of the game. Ho ho! Huh. It it looks fun. I mean, and I I honestly am as a person who like enjoyed the wrestling games when they were like SmackDown versus Raw twenty you know two thousand and nine. You know those were fun, and I kind of lost 
the the passion for it because I was like, yeah, it's just like any other sports game. It's the same thing over and over again. Uh, you got to do something different. And it looks like they were like, yeah, you know what? No one's every year people complain about how bad the game is. So you know what? We're gonna scrap it and start from the ground up and do this game. And it it really does look fun and 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 kind of like, oh, you know what? That might be like a sleeper hit. You know, potentially. Mm-hmm. That's you know, it's from one man to a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me. It looks like a celebrity death match. The old MTV yes! uh, claymation uh, uh, show. Oh, that was crap. Thank you. I couldn't place where the animation looked so familiar to me. I couldn't place it. Celebrity death match is probably the most accurate way to describe that. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, kudos to you, Ed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> See you later. Uh, actually, no, I, I do have some news. Okay. Um, there was a big um, announcement this week. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but apparently Xbox leaked um, a Series S commercial revealing what it's – basically – Microsoft stepped up to the plate and went, hey, this is what our new system's going to be coming out in the holiday. Um, it is. Specs, release dates, there's two versions. That's the Xbox Series S, and it's an all-digital version of this, the, the S. It has... I, I, I could get into the, the specs. Here's the important thing. It's got 4K streaming media play, playback, 4K upscaling for games. This is part... It's got a custom 512 gig SSD drive. Well, SS drive. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, that's kind of meh. First of all, it's all digital, so why would you go with a small hard drive? Um, I, I, To me, that just doesn't seem nice. But it is only $299. Well, that's the thing. Probably because of the the, the the keep the price down there. That's the it's the that's the, the smallest they can go without it. And then it's probably going to be a cloud service that you're going to have with your account that you're going to have to have with your account. So you're going to basically have to pay it in the, in the month. Like you know, like I think if you're uh, you're not paying it up front, you're going to pay it in the, in the month. You know, like the monthly uh, fee of it. Well, they do have they. Well, I mean, they do have um, the ultimate. There is a a package deal kind of coming out with. Um, I, it's in the article I have. I don't have it, but it's it's an all access pass type deal mm. where it's you get um, Xbox Live and Xbox Unlimited, which is their Netflix for video game service, where you can be like, "Hey, Gears Five is coming out," or for when Halo Infinite comes out. Instead of going to the store, instead of buying it digitally or buying it physically, if you are an all access member, you get to play the game for free because you're paying a monthly subscription. Um, so you kind of get the game without having to buy the game because you're already paying for it mm. um, kind of deal. I'm trying to see there. Here is... All right, so let me get the real article. Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X launched November 10th, starting at uh, $24.99 a month with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and EA Play. Um, let's see... Um, Xbox Series X is their most powerful console ever made. It's next-gen performance. Um, it's 
ever built. It's more of an affordable price. Launched globally November 10th. Pre-order start November 22nd, September 22nd. Uh, an expansion to the Xbox All Access to 12 countries, offering you a next-generation Xbox and 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, starting at $24.99 a month, with no upfront costs. And EA Play comes to Xbox Game Pass at no additional cost. Those are the big selling points. Hmm. Um, and this is right from Microsoft. Empowering you with the freedom of choice is core of everything we do at Xbox. In addition to the traditional option of purchasing the new generation of Xbox Series X and S at $499 for the Series X and $299 for the Series S. Um, they're respectively, they're expanding their Xbox All Access program to 12 countries this holiday more to come 2021 um until so if you're really looking to get the whole experience you get your next gen console over 100 high quality games to play on console including next gen optimized games over 100 quality games to play on your pc an ea play membership to play more than 60 of ea's biggest console and pc games and over 100 games to play from the cloud there's your cloud ed mm-hmm um, that's with all new upfront costs as low as monthly price. The Xbox, this one, I guess what gets me though, for the Xbox Series S, that package will be available starting at $24, 25 bucks a month for 24 months. And Xbox Series X will be available starting from $35 a month for 24 months. Okay. There, uh, yeah, there you have it. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> um, so... Your move, Sony. <laughs> now, that being said, I might have more information about Sony's because this Wednesday, for those people who are going to maybe listen to this show earlier, this Wednesday being the 15th, I think, uh, or 16th? 16th. Um, well, Wednesday the 14th. Wednesday's the 14th? Oh, wait, sorry. Wait, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. No. No, today's the 13th. I'm thinking today's the 11th. I don't know why. Uh, uh, so Wednesday right. will be the sixteenth. Uh, uh, okay, so September sixteenth, Sony's doing their big announcement. Um, uh, apparently, they're having a a, a thing uh, like around four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. If um, it's supposed to be announcing the PlayStation Five, people are assuming it's going to be price versions because I know we know there's two versions of that. The price of them. Um, what the specs are going to be, and when you can pre-order them, and when they should be available. Now that it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be kind of dicey because Sony already put out a thing where, like, hey, you can register now to win a chance to reserve one copy. It's like what? Because they're saying that supplies might be very limited because of COVID nineteen, shipping th- issues, oh, getting yeah. the proper parts. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. But as of right now, the first shot fired was by Microsoft to say, hey, this is when our system's coming out. I think they were forced to do it because it got leaked um, through paper. Um, there was a leak, too, for the, for the PlayStation. But at this point now, I think that the leaks are kind of designed to be leaked. It's like, whoops, we didn't want this to get out. But, oh, it got out, so I guess we might as well admit to it. Oh, boy. It's like, oh, I pulled out my penis. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Um, <laughs> the Xbox Series S is going to deliver approximately three times the GPU performance of the Xbox One. Um, it'll play games at uh, 1,444 uh, P at 60 frames per second with support up to 120 frames per second. And in increased efficiency, we get the next generation AMD RDNA 2 graphic architecture. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. That's, you know, fancy, fancy talk for those people who care about that kind of stuff. How do you feel, Ed? Is it backwards compatible? I mean... (laughs) Um, Okay, well, you know what? Well, obviously, the S would sort of be backwards compatible, but there's no disk drive for the S model. Right. It's all going to be all digital. Digital. So it will be backwards compatible to some here um, for the S. Thousands of digital Xbox One and backward compatibility Xbox 360 and original Xbox games available at launch. Xbox One gaming accessories are backwards compatible as well. So apparently, I guess your old controllers will work on the new system. Okay. Which is not bad. I mean, that's not bad. Uh, for the Series X, same thing. Um, yeah, I do have a comparison. Apparently, it's the. I'm looking here at the Series S 8 core AMD Zen 2 CPU at 3.6 gigahertz, where the X, which is their beefier one, is at a 3.8 gigahertz mm-hmm. speed. Um, the graphics card, the GPU Ed, for the S is an AMD RDNA 2 GPU, 20 CUs at. 1.6 gigahertz okay. rounding up All right. and then the other for the X is 1.8 gigs with a 52 CUs I don't, I, that's where I'm not really getting it uh, teraflops though Ed if you want to know about teraflops the S series runs at 4 teraflops where the X runs at 12.15 teraflops would you like to explain that to the uh, the unintelligent like me <laughs> and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just know twelve is bigger than four, so I might have to go for the X. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the system on the chip is the same system. Um, uh, custom seven NM enhanced SOC uh, RAM. Here's where it gets different too. The RAM for the S is ten gigs of GDDR six RAM, where it's uh, sixteen gigs for the X and then there's like 8 gigs 10 gigs, 2 gigs, 6 gigs it's back and forth um, the performance target Ed, though on the S is 1140p um, pixels I guess at 60 frames per second up to 124 frames per, 120 frames per second but the Series X is going to go at 4K at 60 frames per second up to 120 frames per second mm. all right uh, now here's another big difference is storage. As I said before, the S is going to be 512 gigs, where the X is going to be one terabyte. Expandable storage, both have a one terabyte e- expansion card. So it matches internal storage exactly. So I'm assuming that's one terabyte. So are you going to have to get like multiple cards? Like you can't get like a two terabyte? That was that was a question, Ed. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm, re- I'm trying to figure out what a teraflop is. Uh, a teraflop. Uh, it's yeah. got something to do with. Uh, 
Well, it's, it's, it's about the calculations. It's, it's like, you know, basically like, you know, like a mega flop is a million of uh, calculations. A gigawatt is a billion. And of course, a trillion right. is a teraflop. So you figure there's going to be 12, 12 trillion uh, calculations done at once. Is basically a right. 12 versus four. Four. That's basically, I'll go back 12 bigger than four. Right. Three times bigger. Still better. Three times bigger. <laughs> um, but you were talking about the for the expanded uh, memory for the. Uh, right. It says one terabyte expansion card, which to me doesn't sound like a hard drive. Sounds like a, a stick of some sort. Right. And that makes me wonder if you're like going to have to buy like multiple. Of course, you're going to buy multiple sticks. That that would be stupid. I mean, I would think that you'd be able to like, oh, this two terabyte hard drive that I have for my Xbox One, I should be able to plug it into my Xbox Series X. But I don't know if that's going to be the case with expansion cards and all. No, it's not. Basically, that's the way they're making more money off of you because it's going to be in a a Microsoft approved right uh, uh, stick. Right. And that's that's basically it. Like you're going to be going into GameStop buying this approved thing for, say, I don't know, I don't know what the number is going to be, but say like uh, 200 bucks, and you could buy yeah, like right. the, yeah, like the generic one for like 20. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be it's going to be ridiculous. And you're going, yeah, Nintendo's going to put some software in there that's going to make it their only you know way to do this right you know because that's that's how they're going to make their money in hardware you know because they they, they're going to they're going to stick it to you one way or another and that's that's the way they're going to do it because you're they're going to hope you're going to go like with the cloud accounts and that kind of stuff and the and like the more games you're going to play the more cloud space you're going to need and that's you know that like that's that's why they're hoping then that that the disc version doesn't do well because that's why it's more expensive, uh, more money, you know, for the to buy discs. You know, they're they're offering the the digital version for you know almost half. You know, like three hundred versus five. And you're going, uh-huh. you know, you know, come Christmas time, what's what's mommy and daddy going to buy for little junior? Right. You know, they're they're end up going to be buying the three hundred dollar version because they're the it's like. Uh, you know, this is expensive, you know, like type of thing. I know it only happens once every few years, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then little, little junior is going to be happy. They got one. And then all of a sudden, like he realizes that he's not going to be able to uh, buy games, which this, that's, that's, that's where this, see, this is where I, I always find the problem with it. Like adult wise, like this is not an issue. Like, you know, like you, you're going to buy an Xbox, say, you know, X, whatever S or whatever. And you buy the digital version you're an adult. You're you're gonna play games, and you're not gonna have a problem with this. But when it comes to parents, they're gonna have to put up their credit card, basically. To uh, I know I agree, but I also see a bigger problem. So finish your thought, and I'll tell you what I think the bigger problem is gonna be. So so basically, like you know, like little Johnny is gonna be stealing credit card from daddy, you know, mommy and daddy to to you know, or daddy and daddy or mommy and mommy. Let's you know, let's let's get political. <laughs> let's get politically correct here. Uh, you know, or amoeba and amoeba, you know, um, the, the idea though is, is that the, basically like they're, they're going to, it, this is going to like cause problems like this whole digital age that we live in. And of course, like if you do the full account, you know, now you're, you're playing games, like, is there a restriction now? Like, because if, if little Johnny can't play mature games, right, you're going to have to parentally control everything. Right. And that, and that's the thing, like, will they do that? You know, is that going to cause problems in the future? But uh, what's, right. what, what's your bigger problem? 
Okay, well, before I tell you my bigger problem is, too, I just want you to know, too, that the X is going to have a 4K Blu-ray player in it. And, of course, the S is digital only. Here's my problem, Ed. And I'm an adult. And I am I like to think myself as somewhat intelligent. So I can sit there and go, okay, I know the difference between the Series X and the Series S. You know what I'm going to have problems with? Is Xbox One S, Xbox One X. Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. Because they're not... You're still going to have people. There's still Xbox One X's out in the market, and that's the big $400 one. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's the Xbox One S's that are the $300 one. Now that is, as of right now, last gen technology. You're going to have a grandmother or a mother. Like, okay, as a kid, my for whatever reason, my parents could never say David Bowie. It was always David Bowie. All right. <laughs> So I can, and I don't think that that's changed over the years. I can almost see a parent coming and going, yeah, my kid wants an Xbox X. Well, which one? Well, what do you got? Well, we have this one, we have this one. I don't know which one. Well, just give me that one. And it's going to be the wrong one. Give me the new one. Because, yeah, give me the, uh, that's what you, I don't know. Give me the newest one. Okay, well, we have the S series and we have the X series. What's the difference? 200 bucks. One is digital, one's not. Okay, what do you mean by digital? That means you can't, all these games that you see here on the shelves, your kid ain't going to be able to play because he's going to buy them digitally. And when you buy them digitally, you're going to need more space. And you know what it also means? If the game sucks, you can't return it. You can't delete it. You're going to have to delete it. You can't trade it in. <laughs> like, you can't do anything. Now, now, that's, as an adult, I can understand that and I can accept that. There's stuff that I own digitally that I know I can delete, but if I wanted to, I could re download it. Hmm. You know, that's my choice. But as a parent, you're going to be like, I, the to me, it seems like the S is good. If if you you buy yourself the X, and then you give your kid the S, and then you share these, you share, you can game share. I'm assuming it's still going to be a, a viable thing, but you can kind of limit him to what him or her what they're playing by buying getting them digital content, and maybe having parental locks. It's going to be a bitch once people want to start trading that stuff in. Because you're going to have to make sure parental, you know, it's going to be a madhouse the first couple of years. Because I can tell you right now, I guarantee you someone's going to want to buy us an X and they're going to walk away with the wrong machine because they got an S because they said it wrong. Even even if they said, okay, well, what's the newest one? Well, it's a Series S or a Series X. Well, what's the difference? And, and you're going to have to explain it to everybody. And you're going to have so many frustrated parents. Well, my kid wants this. I will get, get him this one. Okay. Like, I... I don't. I just why again. I'm going to give props to Sony. Sony's what's their name of their machine? PS5. Guess what? It's different than the PS4. You know why? It's up one more number. <laughs> <laughs> like we're not going to make it similar in any way, shape, or form. Even the fucking design's different than the other one. You know this one. They the the S. I don't know if you've seen the photos of it. It's it looks like a little. It's it looks like a. a I don't know. I know they put it on its side for a reason. I guess it's digital, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Hmm. But people are comparing it to a front-loading washing machine because <laughs> that's what it looks like, yeah. you know, or or um, what do you call it, a speaker. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you know? it's I, like, look, I mean, it's, welcome to the 21st century because that's what this is going to be. <laughs> you know, um, I'm interested in seeing now. It's like, okay, Sony, what are you coming up with? I really believe that Sony was waiting for this moment 
to go, okay, now we're going to put ours out on November 9th, and you can start doing pre-orders September 21st. Like, I just... I just feel like it's going to be a, 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 a pissing contest. It's always been a pissing contest between the two of them. Oh, yeah. But I also heard, too, and I don't know how factual this is because, you know, it's the Internet, so take that for what it's worth, that Microsoft said that they were going to get out of the console game, that this was the last system that they were going to create and that they were going to focus more on PC gaming. <laughs> I, don't think that's, I don't think that's necessarily true. I mean, I do know they've been slowly integrating cross-play between Xbox and PC, and I know that cross-playing is slowly getting better with, you know, between all systems, between PlayStation and Xbox and PC, which I think is a good thing. You know, those those people who are Xbox fans can still play with their friends who are PS4 fans, and they can still get picked on by the PC generation. You know, they're, they're starting to realize, okay, we can all get along, sort of, gaming-wise. Mm-hmm. But that being said, it's it's if Microsoft saying like okay, well if we're going to slowly get out of the market of console wars, I, I don't I don't see that happening because that's another stream of revenue. I don't, I mean if with the X being five hundred bucks, a couple hundred dollars away, you can get yourself a decent laptop. Maybe not a decent gaming laptop, but if your kid wants to play Minecraft, do you really want to shell out three thousand dollars for a PC? You know. Wouldn't it just be easier to buy a three hundred dollar Xbox Series S and get it digitally? Well, that's you know? that's but that's the same. Like it, like it depends. It depends on how the market goes, and that's 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 like the, the, the future is because I mean, like like now they now they, I mean, if Microsoft gets out of this, it's they're they're trying to serve like basically survive like they're worried about the pc market like that's a thing so it's like it's like like we're okay we're getting out of the game market because we're putting too much time and effort into this and we're spending a lot of money and we're getting we're getting we're making money but like we need to focus on because we're we're a you know because i mean like i've been putting together windows 10 machines now for the last two weeks at for work uh upgrading our 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 you know our basically our, our uh, PCs at work. And I could tell you this, that like they, they want a completely different way. Like it feels like I could play Xbox on my PC. Right. On windows 10, because that's, that's how they're, that's how they're, they, they integrate it. I mean, there's so much gaming on it. It's like, I got to take it all off. It's, it's just, and it's annoying, you know, because it's like, I don't want these you know, people playing games or actually dentally going and playing games. I don't you know, which is weird to say, but you know it can happen. Um, but the, the 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 point is, is that like they the way they design the Windows Ten is is that they're they're making it an all in one, and that's what they're trying to do. Like I've seen the the interfaces for for Xbox, and it's all kind of like movies and and like not just games, like entertainment. Like it's it they, like they want to they want to make everything like if you attach something, you can do this. And now I'm thinking. Well, Google's done this already in a way. I mean, they've you can integrate a Chromebook and your phone, you know, your smartphone and 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 the PC and all that kind of stuff, you know, interconnected. And I think that's what, what Microsoft wanted to do like years ago and failed at it for some reason. I'm like, how can you fail at this? But anyway, I, well, I don't know if it's if it's they failed at it. I, sometimes I think that the market isn't ready for it. I don't. It's hard to. People are slow to change, when, especially when it comes to technology. It happens so fast, and then when it starts to happen, you have people who are, are really adaptable, usually as a younger generation, and then you have the older or mid-range generation who 
don't take too kindly because it's not what they're used to, and now that's why they have phones with big buttons on them. You know? <laughs> so, but there's that part. I think that maybe they were trying to do it, and maybe it would have caught on if the if. <clears throat> I do think that sometimes technology can move faster than we're, where we really want it to do yeah. and that sometimes we as a human beings have to catch up to that technology that's out there. We're always just a little bit ahead of, a, ahead of our time and I think that sooner or later we catch up but by then by the time we catch up something new's out and it's like oh we have to take a step back and we were going to do this. We did this two years ago or five years ago and no one was ready for it. It failed but now we could do it now because the generation has gotten kind of acclimated to what we want them to do because now everything's streaming or, or like, okay, case in point, cable. More people are losing the cable boxes going to streaming because streaming seems to be more, it's easier to use and you can kind of pick and choose what you want to watch. You're not, like, I'll be honest, Ed, I, how long, I don't know how long it's been since I haven't had a cable box in the house and honestly, I don't miss it. I, I mean, I'm sure both Comcast and, you know, Xfinity are both like, shit. But I'm also like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm not, you know, I didn't pick up sewing or anything or, or, you know, line art. I'm still consuming, but I'm consuming what I want when I want to watch it. It's it's kind of freeing. I feel like I'm swimming naked. <laughs> and, you know, like letting my balls just swang. You know, in the water, being like, "Look at me, I'm free!" Woo! Like skydiving naked, like woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's for the visuals. Come on, <laughs> like, hold on. And <laughs> my peepee was swinging in the wind. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. Like I, I've, I, and I'm because I've, I've been. It's actually three years for me. You know, being being cable free and all, and I, and like, but that's the thing. Like, like. I've talked to people time and time again. I mean, look how long, like I've told you, and it's like, look how long it took you to switch sure. over, you know, kind of thing. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, you're right. Like people, people go, wow, this, you know, I'm, I'm just getting used to this. Like what, what's going on with cable, what they're doing with cable now. Like I can't like stop that and then go into something new because they, 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 they can't do that. And I'm like, I get it. You know, it is, it is frustrating sometimes. And it is, you know, because like I said, like, Comparatively now to three years ago, uh, digital uh, doing cutting the cord is a lot easier than it was when I started because there wasn't many options then. And, right. I, you know, like like like, yeah, I, I could do, you know, you I could live with Hulu and, you know, uh, Netflix at the time. And there was a couple of free apps that I, you know, survived on and that kind of thing. And but like there wasn't like on like like within the last few years, I mean, uh, uh YouTube came out with their streaming service and uh, um, there was another one called Philo came out and there was some other, there's some other ones like, like basically only sling was it like it. And there was like another one that was like the, the only two competitions like of online streaming, if you wanted to watch regular television at the time, you know, so that's the thing. Now there's like four or five or six of them out there that are, you know, out there for different prices. And you know, you you have a choice, you know, kind of thing. There's more apps now there. Like Disney came out with one and, you know, uh, you could you know have anime. There's a, there's a, there's like a few of them, and there's you know there's all these free movie ones that you can you can watch. You know now like television and movie shows on, and, and you know and, and and not pay anything for. And there's different streaming things like Pluto and so and so and so and so forth. But the the idea though is is that like, um, 
you there you could fail at it like with with Microsoft, but like so other people can succeed with it. It just depends on how you approached it, and I don't think Microsoft approached it correctly. And that's right. that's what I I'm getting at with this whole thing. It depends on the user interface. Right, right. I'm gonna say like if like I think one of the reasons why Apple is so successful is because it takes their user interface and dumbs it down, really dumbs it down. You know, and I think that that's why Apple was so popular because they made it be cool and hip and so easy to use. And then eventually everyone's like, oh, okay, well, I guess we do have to dumb it down for everybody. But then when – and that's why there's the, the big kind of joke about like every time Apple introduces something new to their phone, Samsung users, Galaxy users are going, we've had that for two years already. Like <laughs> – now you're just catching up to us. Like I think the 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 avatars, like your your virtual avatar dude, that they made such a big deal about the when Apple Ten came out, the Samsung I think eight had that. <laughs> you know, it was it's I think it's just how it's like you said it's packaging. Like you could watch a movie and be like, oh my god, that movie was so horrible. But then when you advertising all advertising, John Connor from Mars, John Carter from Mars. That advertising sucks so bad, everyone made fun of it, but if they would have maybe marketed it better, it would have had a better response. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the same way technology runs. You, If you can package it the right way and be able to make it an easy dosage for the mass people, because, again, um, we talked about before the show how the more you deal with people, you realize how you know, unintelligent, how stupid they are. <laughs> you know, So I think that if you give them something that they don't know they want and if you can make it as simplistic as possible I think those people are like oh I want that it makes me that, that's cool and that's interesting and all I gotta do is do this rather than this this and this to do that same thing you know what I mean yeah I don't know if that makes sense yeah it did uh, and I would say but going back to like Microsoft and all it's just like they, they've done this time and time again it feels like like Warner Brothers you know like like <laughs> they should partner up the two of them um <laughs> But it's it's just like at first you go ooh that's you know that's intriguing that's interesting like like I'm 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 in kind of thing and then as closer it gets the more you you know the more you more information you get you go yeah this is gonna be terrible like you you just you just know in your head like yeah. you don't know why you you know thing but there's gonna be something you're not gonna like about it because there was something that was said in a briefing somewhere that gave you that indicator because they they Microsoft loves to talk about specs and like what like nobody cares. Sure. No, no. I don't. Everything I read to you about what the specs were, I'll be honest, I didn't give a shit about. Right. All I care about is is it going to look good on my TV, and what games you got. Right. I, what's had? How many games can I put on my hard drive? Right. That S is small. Okay. I figured everyone's going to come in one terabyte. But what games you got, and is it going to look good? After that, I don't care about specs. I I just don't. Yeah, and no, I say I nobody does. No, no, nobody, nobody looks at that and go, yeah, like, like, oh, that makes sense, and I want in on that. And you're going, really, like, did, did you really look at this? Did you really understand what they say? Because I didn't even understand it. No, I'm in technology. Yeah, like, like, I didn't even know what it what it. It always reminds me. It always makes you feel like you know when you look across the room and you see somebody and you think they're really, really, really attractive. And all of a sudden, the closer they get, you go, oh, is that a lazy eye? <laughs> oh, is that – oh, they got a lot of acne. I didn't notice that from far away. So by the time they get to your – you get to them, you go, yeah, I don't think I'm interested in that person at all. What was I thinking? 
and then you move, you know, like, but now you're stuck. Not you're not necessarily stuck with that person, but you still like, oh, I made a horrible mistake. <laughs> like, <laughs> what I thought far away looked great, and then when I got up close and personal with it, or when I finally was tangible, I, ooh, no, I got to move on. I got to. What else is? What else you got? <laughs> like. <laughs> Because we've all been there, yeah. I, I think that's pretty relatable. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> have, have a little personal to me, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I mean that's a, that's a, that's a thing. I mean, like, like it, it's it, you know, like, and I mean, I mean, that's a thing. Like, we don't know where the future is because, like I said, like. I, I really do. I think like physical media is, is a dying art form. And, and a lot of like, I'll, I'll watch a lot of collectors movies and stuff like that. And they'll tell you it's not. And it's like, yeah, it is. I, you know, I don't mean like I enjoy collecting it. Obviously. I mean, you know, week after week, how many movies I buy, you know, you know, looking for, for stuff that, you know, that I want part of my collection before it goes away and disappears. The, the like video games is the next next phase like like it's going to be the digital age where like you know like everything's going to be downloaded you're not going to go to a store and buy a video game anymore because you know like if 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 they can if you can download it and that's the thing now it becomes connection issues too but the you know just sidebar that for a, for a moment just say you know like like that's the way the future is it's like it's like everything's going to be internet based it's going to be like you're going to go online you're going to you're going to download a game you're going to play it you know and that and that's it like whether you like it or not is 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 a story of like what they're going to do like if you go yeah this is terrible i'm going to return it you know i didn't like it and get some of my money back you can't you know with digital you know if, if they could work around something like where you go after so many days if you play it and you didn't you know you know uh, well i i do know that um, Microsoft and I think Sony have the same kind of deal where you can get your money back if you did not like if you purchase something um, and you have I think 48 hours to show you know basically hey, hey I want my money back but you have to have not downloaded the game or even start the game mm. like it has to sit there and be like I made this purchase I made a mistake can I get my money back they look at your account and go oh, okay you didn't download it so we can we can refund your money, but the moment you click download, you're fucked. Right. You know you you have to fight a little harder. And I do want to say like I do kind of agree. I do think that maybe digitally, video games will go that way. I think in the more metropolitan areas like New York, Philly, Los Angeles, like any big with good internet connection, because there's still people out. Like when I watch, when I see posts of how GameStop's closing like a hundred stores and everyone's like, oh good, I fucking hate them. I'm, I, I buy all my shit digitally. There's always like a quite a number of people go, I live in the Midwest and our internet connection shit. I rely on those GameStops for my physical media because I can't play it digitally because I don't have the connection speed or I don't have like this. I you know, And you hear these people it, it talk about like, I need a place to buy physical media because I can't do the digital media. Right. You know? So, I mean, I, 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 well, I agree. I think that you'll find it the closer it gets to like the East coast, West coast, I think you'll see maybe it's slimming down a little bit. Well, but ultimately yeah, I think but, that but in the center, it still might be meaty. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, like it's, it's also like that's, that's, that's changing too, because like I said, like, 
like you're gonna have to worry about internet speed and like I say like like corporations like Microsoft and Sony are gonna have to start thinking of like investing in infrastructures to play their games because it's like if people go well I can't download it digitally so I can't play your system like you know like that's gonna hurt them like through the whole thing it's like it's choppy or it's shitty I can't play at all like I can't play online games because of this problem and like like Google's now working on stuff like out like you know like in the desert they're they're putting systems out there for small towns that are out there so they can get internet access for free or for cheap you know that type of thing and uh 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 what's their what's his name the guy who launched his car out in the space uh, uh Elon Musk uh he's he's working on uh you know a program you know for for satellite internet for around the world you know kind of thing so there's there's corporations out there working on it you know same thing i mean this is this is going to take like a decade i think you know we're going to we're not go- we're not going to see a, a change you know in this system it's going to be like the next uh, generation of, of systems of like like uh, uh, you know downloading and stuff like that and that's why like that's why I think Microsoft sees that and they're going yeah we're going to get out of the market completely and and just based on PC games you know because we can interface and, and create a joystick for the PC you know because it could be a laptop or or a, you know a, a, a device they could even still make hardware they're just not making the the Xbox hardware anymore they're making a pc version of it but it's more of a gamer you know version of it uh right uh, like type of thing but you can do like schoolwork or watch uh netflix on it and such you know stuff like that kind of thing so they they they, they might be like yeah we're not going to build like an xbox series system but we're going to build a pc system that is going to integrate our video game libraries and be able to play them and then you could just buy it from us or you know buy like a, a third party system like from hp or compact or whoever uh actually i don't know compact's a business but anyway dell or so on but the the idea is is that you know like the the way we're going is is that you know it, it this this could be this could be something that could be seriously you know discussed like i said though you're you're right though i mean like the midwest areas and and the you know the bible belt and all they really don't have good internet systems, so who knows if that's ever going to come to be, or or you know, or 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 happen. But odds are it will be because video games is not the only thing that the internet's used for, you know, like kind of right. thing. And and you know, like if Porn. if other if I mean, outside of video games and porn, what else is there? (laughs) (laughs) Expecting to learn something on the internet? Come on. Well, there's going to be a lot more online jobs. (laughs) What? That people were going to be doing, because that's that's pretty... I mean, like, this is going to be our future. I mean, like, COVID kind of gave us a foreshadowing of what's going to be in the next 10 years. I mean, granted, we're going to have a cure for this and we'll be able to go back to a regular life. But I think that this really showed people like movies, like I don't have to go to the theater anymore. I could watch it now in my house. It just depends on how much it costs me, you know, that kind sure. of thing. Um, you know, uh, uh, 
ordering online, like going shopping, you know, like type of thing. Like, uh, uh, I, I know, I know Amazon's been building more facilities because they, they're keeping up with the demand of, of shipping stuff yeah. out. So they're, they're putting more in like in different major cities and, you know, in different areas to, to accommodate s- several, uh, small towns and stuff. So it's like those kind of things are, are, are building and building and building. And it's like, it's a constant, um, you know, like, like those things are happening and it's just going to be like, like brick and mortar stuff's disappearing, going to be disappearing. You know, like I know my bank keeps forcing me to use my phone, to deposit checks and make transfers. The only thing it can't do is withdraw cash, you know, and our city here is trying to actually trying to make it a all, um, like car transaction, uh, uh style thing to do it. Not, not have like, have like a, a cashless, uh, society basically, uh, uh, here in our city, at least anyway, uh, uh, going on. Cause I know that's been going on for, for, for quite a few years now. Like every year it seems to, to pop up or every few years it seems to pop up and the old people are like, no, I still want my money. Still, I want to still give my dirty money to you, you know? And, and you know, I, which I agree with anyway, but, uh, it's, you know, that's, a, that's a thing. Like, like, I think that's, that's where we're going with the future is a fact is, is that like, like we're, we're going to be pretty much like a, pandemic way but not pandemic <laughs> if if you get my understanding of that you know like there's not gonna be really a pandemic but that's way where we're gonna be we're pretty much not gonna leave our houses for anything much anymore <laughs> okay all right and i got some interesting information okay okay um since we are talking about video games a study was posted um a couple weeks ago September 4th, actually, about it's a new study showed that video games, that Xbox gamers are more likely to be toxic than PlayStation gamers. Okay. Okay. Uh, gaming in general, um, it was put out by, um, let me get the company. It was da, 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 uh, uh, um, the Bus Perry Aggression Questionnaire was sent out to nearly 1,000 people. Uh, a thousand gamers across the United States and was overseen by professional psychologists. And this is a quote, it's official. Xbox players are the most toxic gamers having the highest level of physical aggression, verbal aggression, anger, and hostility claims the study leading the pack in terms of games are Call of duty and battlefield, the battlefield franchises, which also tick the physical aggression, verbal aggression, anger, and hostility boxes. Um, I, went to the website because it's like hey go here to we call it a top 10 casino website to check out the rest of the study's findings and i did that and i'm gonna see if i can get to that um oh shoot no oh no i don't know i lost it i'm gonna try to get it back (laughs) all right i got it was i've i love this shit this always makes me funny um all right so it's got which gamers are the most aggressive, angry, and hostile? The data found that Battlefield, Call of Duty players were the angriest gamers uh, by some margin, coming first and second on the categories of physical aggression, verbal aggression, and anger. Uh, Battlefield players, believe it or not, were top for each category apart from hostility, where they dropped to sixth place. The most hostile gamers, surprisingly enough, Minecraft players. <laughs> Despite its reputation for being relaxing, Animal Crossing players not only made the top Animal Crossing players 
not only made the top five for the category of physical aggression, but were found to be more physically aggressive than Grand Theft Auto online players. <laughs> so I'm looking here, um, console usage and demographics. Um, it looks like um, the difference between the sexes was stark. Male gamers were found to be an average of 13% more aggressive than female gamers, with no no surprise, with the biggest difference being in, in the physical aggression category, um, almost 20% higher levels of aggression between men and women. Uh, time spent gaming versus aggression? Their analysts found that there was a correlation between the time spent gaming and aggression levels. Up to up to 11 to 20 hours per week spent the more time gaming, the higher levels of physical aggression, verbal aggression, anger, and hostility. Past 20 hours per week and up to 30 hours per week and more aggression and levels than gamers subsided. So if you play anywhere from 11 to 20 hours, you're angry. But the moment you hit the, up to 30, you kind of mellow out, I guess. <laughs> so that's why um, you're so mellow. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm looking here. Like they have, like you know, like percentage-wise, and I'm like less than five hours. Um, please specify in hours. There's like, it's very low. There is like there's a bell curve, and that curve hits like you know at the top is like 11 to 20 hours, and then it starts to go down when you get to 21 to 30 hours. I'm like, all right, you know, there's like physical aggression, verbal aggression, anger, and hostility. Um, believe it or not, though, Ed, angriest gamers come from the UK. Huh, okay. Gamers from Newcastle were found to be the most physically aggressive and angry, narrowly edging out gamers from Glasgow and London. Uh, Liverpool was the city with the most verbally aggressive gamers, while London and Norwich were found to be the most hostile. <laughs> um, and one final part of the analysis explored the amount of broken gaming technology caused by gamer rage. Um, they asked participants how much gaming equipment they've broken within the past 12 months as a result of their gaming habits. Given physical aggression refers to the act of causing physical harm, they were grouped the aggression responses to the category of physical aggression into quarterlies. Uh, they found that the most physical aggressive gamers were 25% more likely to damage equipment, such as their controller or physical game discs, than the least aggressive quartile of gamers. That obviously makes sense. In line with the aggression, men were 55% more likely to break gaming equipment than women, and based on primary gaming choice, Call of Duty and FIFA players were most likely to break gaming equipment, smashing their way through 438 Xbox and PC, PS4 controllers in the past 12 months. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was like, okay, well, that's super interesting. So basically, if you buy a PlayStation... We're more mellow. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't know. I I, I think it's subjective. I, I think you, know, you pick a thousand random people, what systems they have, and then you you go, okay, well, I I, I maybe personally, I've always felt Xbox players were a little bit more hostile than PlayStation players because of my experiences in gaming. Like, I mean, clearly I tend to play more PlayStation games because I have a PlayStation system. But at one point I did have almost all the systems, and I couldn't... I don't play Call of Duty, you know, or I do. If I do, I dabble very shortly at it um, because I, those the, the people who play that game always seem to come off as very, like, hostile, aggressive, like, dude bros. 
as I, I call them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, no, so I mean, I, I, mean you, Zane, I, I was I was going to bring all those points up because I, I mean, I like from from what you've tell me, you know, from from your experience. I, I mean, that's you're right. Like, like, I mean, the, the, I don't think this article is total bullshit, but I just think that I, I really don't think it really matters about gaming. <laughs> So I, I I do I think that I I think that you know people who game I think they should most time use it should help relieve stress but I'm I would be lying if I didn't say I got pissed off playing you know a game being like what the fuck I I went left why did it go right you know like I why am I shanking that hit like you know <laughs> like a lot of people right now are furious at NBA 2K21 because apparently they changed the shot stick and people are bitching about it. It's like, well, maybe because you're so your muscle memory is used to one way of playing, you have to retrain your brain. Right. That's why you suck at it. But these guys are like being kind of crybabies, in my opinion, about like, oh, as a person who was never really that good at it in the first place, to me, I'm like, oh, I'm just as bad. I just have to learn how to not be as bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just saying, I mean, I, I just, I mean, it really goes down to the type of person you got. Because, I mean, you could have. Like I mean, especially Call of Duty. I mean, like that's like like it really really is more the game than the system. I mean, like it's just like you know because sure. it's like you know like I mean it, they have Call of Duty for for so many people, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's on it's on both systems. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, so I'm like I think that there's in the study though that the games that they found that the people who were most that the people who came off as the most hostile played Call of Duty. Actually, played. I was surprised that Battlefield got a higher rating than Call of Duty because Call of Duty has, uh, I would say, more of a popularity base. Um, I would say that just the sheer number of people playing Call of Duty is bigger than Battlefield. Not that it's a different. It's the same to me. It's the same game. It's a first-person shooter set in a wartime. It's just story is different. Um, but it. So I can't say like I'm like I'm more surprised by that. But if as many people buy. If let's say a thousand people bought it for the PlayStation, a thousand people bought it on the Xbox. Out of those groups, you're saying that the people who bought it for the Xbox are more violent than the people who are more, who are more toxic, say, yeah. not violent, more toxic, as being verbally aggressive, physically aggressive, than PlayStation people. Uh, I don't, I don't know. That could be. Again, I think that's the, studies like this are interesting, but it's also I also still think very subjective because. You could pick a whole nother. You could pick a completely different thousand, uh, more another random thousand people, and come up with uh, almost a one eighty in, in findings, depending on the people you're you're talking to. Right. You know, I I just I'm like one of those things. Like, oh, well, we're talking about Xbox. I figured I'd throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have some kind of follow up news. Okay. Last week we were talking about the boys, and yeah. I bitched about the schedule. Like last season one, it was binge watchable. Now this season they put it on week after week. I have mm-hmm. to wait a week before episodes. Um, apparently, I'm not the only one that feels this way, but this is where I differ from most people. I don't take, I don't go to the internet to review bomb. <laughs> um, I just kind of go, oh, that kind of sucks, and I move on about my life because my life isn't circled around what I'm watching on on the what do you call it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, Amazon users review bomb are review bombing season two because of the release schedule. Um, the, now the second is being okay. Well, obviously, the first season 
was considered certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes with a near-perfect 97% fresh rating. Uh, now, the second season is being review-bombed, for lack of a better term, by bingers who consider themselves fan of the show. Um, <clears throat> in fact, the right now, um, the rating for the second season who hovers around a two-and-a-half-star rating. Hmm. Uh, in fact, 49% of the 1,400-plus reviews submitted for the show are one-star ratings nearly all having to do with the same thing. Amazon not releasing the second season all at once. Um, here, here's, here's a quote. No full season available? I give up. Where is my Netflix? One review reads. Another one says, What a shame. I was looking forward to watching it. Now I'll just skip it and wait for it to be canceled. Then I can watch them all without any interruptions. <laughs> That's just the tip of the iceberg. Garbage is what one disgruntled reviewer writes. Another flat out says their one star rating is only for sta- uh, for the staggering release. Um, wow. Amazon Amazon reviewer Jeremiah Zero writes appointment television in this day and age is both gosh and a tad thirsty, and I'm not nearly enough invested in this show to bother to come back every week. Have fun regressing. Maybe I'll remember this series as exists when marketing push for season three hits peak frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily enough for Mr. Zero, Amazon has already issued a third season. So um, I, I was like, wow, I'm, I like I get it. But there is a, a reason because um, showrunner Eric Kripke, he's the guy who helped create who helped bring the boys to television. Um, he basically, according to the show, the show, according to him, it was a deliberate creator-led choice and not something mandated by Amazon. It might even be a better thing in the long run if you're desperate for that elusive fourth, fourth episode. This was obviously before this past Friday. Right. Uh, this is a quote: "The airing schedule came actually when we were pretty close to being done, probably three fourths of the way through post-production. Uh, for the record, it didn't come from." Amazon, it came from the producers. We're the ones who pitched them. A lot of people over there were actually reluctant because it was a new idea or they didn't want to do it that often. Uh, we really wanted it, and Amazon ended up agreeing, and they they, they give it a try. Uh, the reason behind the release schedule is pretty sim- simple. The fan discussion around the new season will last far longer instead of everyone binging in ep- the episodes over one weekend and never thinking about them again. Um, he explains our feeling is that when it airs, if we air all eight at once, it becomes a sugar rush of a binge. Uh, people burn through it in a week or two. There's an intense amount of activity, and it sort of fades. There's so many great moments in season two. We want it to give it time to marinate so people can reflect on it and talk about it before they move on to the next thing and be in the conversation a little longer. I think it's a little, and I think a little anticipation for the fans is healthy. Um, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I, I, again, I guess I think this is one of those six and six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. I think it's it's kind of how you consume your media. Like I, when we when it first started, I was initially bummed that I couldn't binge watch the entire season. That being said, I haven't sat down to watch episode four yet because I'm waiting for. A, I, I want to wait for a couple. But then I also have this Game of Thrones feeling about it where I can't do that 
because like I was at work and someone's like, Hey, did you watch episode four yet? And I was like, No, because episode three was so batshit crazy there. And he's like, It gets crazier in the fourth episode. And I'm like, Fuck, now I have to go watch episode four sooner rather than later because I have to keep up with the, the wackiness that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying wackiness isn't being like it's because it's bad, because it's it is such a good show. And a part of me is like, wow, I didn't like it. Um, I guess to kind of spoil something, soft spoilers for episode three. <clears throat> um, they were chasing the super terrorist or you know super villain, and there was a big fight. And the new person on the store, Stormfront, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. She's new to the team, and she goes and chases after the big fight scene. People, she's killing people left and right, and right before she kills the the terrorist he's who's asian she calls him a yellow bastard and kills him outright you know and i'm like wow that was kind of uncalled for but because she just went ran through a house and killed a bunch of people what i thought was random mm-hmm. but then the guy at work he's like no she's full blown like she's based on the comic book character from this book who's a full-blown racist i it it for a second, it didn't dawn on me that she murdered an African-American family right before she left that apartment building. Mm. It it was like I was like, holy shit, I didn't even I didn't even register that. I just thought she was just crazy. But she's a super powered racist who basically took the opportunity to kill a whole African-American just for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, wow, holy shit. And then I realized, well, you can't have like. Homelander embodies what I would call the master race, blonde hair, blue eyes. You know, that's what I always, Hitler, I think, always imagined a superpower being the superhumans to be. Mm. So I find it interesting that, you know, they have a woman be in that role. It's, it's, to me, it was interesting. It was like, I was like, oh, now I'm, I'm more like invested, but had I not. I mean, maybe I would have came to that conclusion if I was binge-watching the episodes, but I don't know if I would have gotten that same knowledge so blatantly pushed in my face when, if I didn't have, to, if I wasn't talking about that specific episode. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, while I appreciate the ability to binge-watch eight episodes, eight hours, I can do that in a weekend, maybe there's something to be said with the slow digestion process. You get to kind of talk. But it is also kind of pandering a little bit because every week, you know, it's like, okay, well, there's eight episodes. That happens to be two months. You can get that first month free trial, and then you're still stuck watching that second month or unless you want to wait a whole month before you do your free trial to watch it. You know what I mean? Right. And, of course, everyone ruins it by that point because they're already watching and then, you know, talking about it on most right. social media. You're already, you're already late to the party. Yeah. You know, if you're going to wait that, that month. So I'm like I- – all right. I mean, I get it. I don't necessarily like. I get a feeling that uh, season three you'll probably then go back to the binge watching thing, unless it works out for him. I don't know. I guess. What's your feeling on it? I, I, well, I, I think, I think, uh, and, and, and I mean, I have no, no, no evidence and no proof of this, and you know, type of thing. But I think that it's because of Disney, because Disney's doing the weekly episode type of thing on their shows and you know and and stuff so to watch something new you have to wait till friday and i think that's the like that's the competition now like like 
you know, Netflix is not Netflix is like, well, fuck it. We're putting everything out. Like you want out to season, we're giving the whole season, you know, like, like that's, right. that's, you know, and, and I know Netflix in the past has said that too. They're like, yeah, we're, we're always worried about putting out a season because you watch it once and then walk away from it. And it's just like, right. and then like, maybe you remember that there's a season two or something like that. And then you watch it again and you might watch season one again, just to go back to, you know, the, you know, the previous season, just to, recap yourself you know kind of thing but usually like 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 there's a spike of watching it when it's first brand new and then all of a sudden like it's gone like that rating just drops because everybody that wants to watch right. it watch it in that first weekend you know or, or that first week and then after that it drops so like i know that's been an issue for a long time and disney's like you know, Disney's the money maker. You know, you go, you know, like people, people follow Disney's models just because they go, well, Disney's making money off of this. So can we, we just got to follow what they do, you know, kind of thing. And sure. So like they, they're doing the weekly thing because they know it's just like, yeah, we'll give you a week trial. Cause I mean, like, I think it was, no, I don't think it was a month for them. I think, I think it was a one week trial. I don't think they're doing that anymore. I think you just, you want it, you buy it. Right. Like I think I want it. I got it. I liked it. I bought it. Yeah. So, so the, you know, so Disney, you know, Disney, like, it's like, yeah, they'll give you a week, you know, even if it's a trial or whatever, but you still like to watch a series. You, if you, if you drop down into a series and it's like only one episode came out, then you go, yeah, I got to watch. I got to go week to week now and watch every episode, you know, to catch right. up. So now I got to buy two months, you know, worth of, of, you know, of of uh, Disney Plus, so other other corporations are seeing that and going, you know, if people really vest it, they'll do this. They'll 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 buy they'll go week to week, you know, and, and do this and 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 build it. So like Amazon, like you know, the producers of 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 the boys go, Disney does this. Why can't we? You know, like I mean, I don't know if that's the case. You know, they they gave a whole example of, of like letting it marinate and all that kind of stuff, which I I consider bullshit because it's just like. You, you you did the first season all at once, and now you're you're changing your strategy. Like why? Like like the, because there's there was a lot of moments in season one that we could have marinated on. You know, sure. like there was stuff that was just like holy shit moments in episodes that you're like, like I am I don't think I had to watch episodes again. Just going, what the fuck hat? Like what did I just watch? You know, <laughs> right? That kind of thing. So you know, like. Like I, I I call bullshit on on the whole marinating thing, you know, because it's like you know, right. you know, but I mean, you know, like I said, like I don't know why, you know, like other than that, my theory than that, I mean, there could be another reason, and I just can't think of it, which which happens, you know, but I mean, like you know, I I I wish they like like that show, I wish they would give you the whole series because I like like I, I I watched the first three episodes, I did watch episode four. I'm I'm looking forward to episode five and on, you know, like the next next four f four episodes basically, because it's 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 it, like it's one of those shows you watch and it's just like yeah, like you'll never see anything like this again, like like right, you know, it'll be it'll be often impl- uh, imitated but never duplicated, right? You know, I mean, like because you like like the same producers, I think of um, oh shit. I can't think of that show with that was on AMC. Um, a preacher uh, right. are doing are, is the same producers that are doing the boys, right. and 
a preacher was so out there and it's it's like and it, it's it's different than than the boys like it's it's two completely different shows in a way but they're they're out there and they're they're the you know like so so like if you want to get a fix all all the preacher episodes now are available on hulu i think now to stream if you want to watch yeah. them all but, i, I kind of keep i when i go in my hulu account i'm like it's flagged for me to watch i just have to like I just told you beginning of the show I'm juggling three right now. Right. You know, I'm like, okay, well let me maybe I'll finish up Cobra Kai and then move on to Preacher. I mean I'm cause... saying I I've I have stuff to watch the last last season of Preacher, but every every season I've watched, it's phenomenal. I mean, you know and I'm like I am surprised what they got away with from like being on A they're on A they were on AMC. Like that's right. you know, that's like a you know, they had Walking Dead, but I mean, like this, like some of the stuff was like far beyond. You're like, whoa, like, you know, like there was some dirty shit on there. And you're like, you're like, wow, and this is on AMC. Like, like, you know, like 10 o'clock, I think it was on. I was just like, I'm like, I don't think it was late enough. <laughs> like, right. You know, but it was, it was, it's a good show. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's a really, really good show to, to watch. So if you, uh, uh, you know, find a time to watch it. If you like the boys, you'll you'll like this because uh, because it, it it's it's different, but it's it's that it's that so unique show that you right. you'll enjoy it. Like it's it's really something that you never really see like on a normal you know station or whatever or normal like you know type of thing. Like sometimes it's really pushes the envelope and it's really good, just like the boys is. Hey, um. Well. I got some 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 sad not sad. I got I got a couple more articles. Okay. Um, Supernatural is coming to a close, right? Uh-huh. And um, I've been a fan of the show. Jensen Ackles, Dean, is getting to finally take home a prop from the show that he's been wanting since day one. I don't know if you saw this. No, I haven't. He's getting the Impala. Really? The car. Yep. Jensen Eccles will be taken home a major prop from the show. The star recently revealed that he be, he, was, he will be given the keys to Dean Winchester's 1967 Chevy Impala. It's, quote, as far as taking something on the final day, I will definitely be taking something that I've had my eye on since day one of the Supernatural. Um, but it's okay. I'm not stealing it. I got permission. <laughs> <laughs> he continued, um, I begged and begged and pleaded for years and i finally got it this year they're going to let me drive home the impala uh eccles co-star jared Padalecki said that he'd be taking home some souvenirs himself he's like i have tons of shit i have a few trinkets that will stay with me forever and won't be missed that won't be missed by production <laughs> um so i mean obviously that's you know that's good news um here's some i'm gonna say expected news i can't say i'm surprised by this Wonder Woman's been delayed again. Really? Why? Yep. <laughs> um, okay, well, Reza felt the film industry was taking a corner with movies like Christopher Nolan's Tenet, uh, the Russell Crowe th- thriller Unhinged, which I heard is playing really is, is really good. Um, Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 1984 reportedly moving off its October 2nd release for an unannounced day later in the calendar year, according to the Wall Street Journal. The paper cites a source familiar with the matter. With the matter, Variety weighed in on it after the fact, and now reports that Wonder Woman will drop on Christmas Day. In a statement, Jenkins said, 
First and foremost, let me say how much Gal and I love all our devoted Wonder Woman fans around the world, and your excitement for Wonder Woman 84 couldn't make us happier or more eager for you to see the movie. Because I know how important it is to bring this movie to you on the big screen when all of us can share the experience together. I'm hopeful you won't mind waiting just a little bit longer with the new date on Christmas Day. We can't wait to spend the holidays with you. <laughs> yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's what I think of the holidays, Wonder Woman. I mean, the 80s right. Wonder Woman, yeah. That's, nothing says Christmas like Wonder Woman. <laughs> um... Yeah, um, I wouldn't. I would be surprised if it uh, gets postponed till twenty twenty one. Really? Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Warner Warner Brothers wants to make the most they can out of this, and they're they're not sure. they're not going to make the money in in theaters. They're not. I mean, internationally they will, but not not here in the U.S. And I think that's one of the things they care about the most and they're 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 thinking that the cure is going to come out and people are going to start coming back doing their normal lives as soon as this cure for covid comes out you know like like everything's going to go back to normal and i'm like that's great and all but like nobody wants to be the guinea pig like nobody you know like i know they're doing human trials now and they're like you know 1800 cases per drug you know like that they're there and there's several drugs out there now they're working on so this could be you know a possibility by next year or, or late this year or whatever um but i just don't think that uh people are going to feel confident enough especially the during the christmas holidays to go to the movies uh, i you know i i honestly i mean i'm i kind of am that way right now like look um i feel i've been pretty open about me picking up an anxiety recently or being open about talking about the anxiety I feel when I'm out in public in stores and stuff. Now that has kind of eased off a little bit when I'm out and about, but I work in retail. So I am dealing with the public every day and I'm not, I'd be lying if I didn't sometimes say like I'm a little nervous. Like I, I know I, you know, clean my hands, I, you know, rubbing alcohol, all, you know, not rubbing alcohol, but the hand sanitizer, and we make sure that everyone wears a mask coming into the store because, you know, it's it's supposed to. Um, and I haven't had any kind of real issues with anybody, that, you know, saying I'm not going to wear it, you know, getting riled about it. But there is still that anxiety of being in the public. And I just don't think I could, you know, be like, oh, you know what I want to do to relax? Sit in a movie theater. Right. You know, like, I just can't. I, I would rather wait until, you know, it simmers down a little bit. And because I work in retail, I'm going to be full front in when it comes time for the holiday shopping. I don't know what the holiday shop is going to be like. You know, where I work, they're still doing like short hours in the, in in the building, so it's not like we can go back to a regular nine to nine business, a ten to nine business day, because the mall that I work at is still eleven to seven. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm trapped in there, but. I, one day the mall could go, yeah, you know what? Christmas is right around the corner. Black Friday, we're going to open our doors and we're going to be open 24 hours because we're going to, and you're going to have the place packed full of people or, or either that, or you're going to have that whole standard, like, okay, well only 10 people to a store, you know, you're going to have lines out the, out in the hallway, but that's still what six feet apart. That There's no way it's going to work. You know, because if you're going to have a bunch of people standing and want to do Christmas shopping, standing six feet apart, 
with like like almost like a turnstile sitting there. Like you know, you might as well hire a guy at a bouncer with a velvet rope in front of your place, going, "Okay, how many? <laughs> Two? Uh, you know, like like that's how it's going to be." Like Miss Jackson, party of one, come on in. Yeah, you know, it, it's it it's that's how it's going to. They're going to have. That's how it's going to run. Christmas, you might as well just cancel Christmas. I, like, well, well, I'm just saying. Like, I, I think, I, I mean, like, I don't think it's going to be as busy. Like, I don't, I don't see the Christmas like rush happening this year. Like, I'll be surprised. Like, this year, like, people got beat up because you know there was only 50 Xbox. X, right. One X, You're going to find that. Hey, nobody was trampled at Walmart. Everyone was pretty civilized because they stood six feet apart and there was only a hundred of them. Right. And because uh, <laughs> it's because it's like it's most most people like. Like there's going to be like more online dealing than there will be like uh, going to the store because more people will be afraid to like because because that's the thing like 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 that's the first thought like Black Friday is going to be like there's going to be a like a rush there's going to be like hundreds of people coming in and like I remember like driving home from from family from you know eating Thanksgiving dinner and watching. Uh, looking at parking lots as I drive by to see how packed they are. Like I always remember like Best Buy and, and Target and Walmart always being like packed to the guild, like more than ever, right. like, you know, like type of thing, because everybody's there for Black Friday deals because they start now on Thanksgiving instead of waiting till the next day, you know, and that's uh, the way it is. And you so you, you know, like like uh, like if, if people start thinking like, wait a minute, it's going to be crowded, like. Like there's gonna be a lot of people going. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna risk my life just so I can, ha- you know, get Johnny his Xbox, you know, Series X, uh, uh, you know, system because it was like, right, half price or whatever. Because it's you know, it's not worth my health, you know, for for this deal, you know, kind of thing. And like, I wouldn't be surprised if like Amazon or or, or even like Best Buy or Walmart or stuff, they'll have online deals that you can go on to and just order it and have it shipped to your house. You know, like that's right. you know that's like that. only available online. This deal, like a deal of the day, right? Like, uh, I know GameStop has that where it's like, hey, today's deal of the day was Fallout seventy six pre owned for four dollars. Like, ooh, but you can only buy it online, right? You can buy it online and pick it up in the store. You know, that might be the where everyone's going to go. I just feel it's going to be back down to the, okay, we're going to deliver the package to your car. Like that'll probably be the you know like, you might have to set it up where you're not going to have anybody coming into the store and it'll be pickup only. Right. And it'll be like, okay, well, you're going to call, have your ID ready, run out to the car, hand them the package and come back in. Cause that's the only way you can be able to keep a crowd. Like, I just can't see a mall being open and it just floods of people just walking through. Like it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a tough year for all companies this year. Oh yeah. I can say, I mean, it's like, it's like how much affordability because of, because how many jobs were lost. Uh, you know, during sure. during the summer and all, like how many people are all, like, like they're just to make rent or you know just to to pay their bills, you know, kind of thing. Like, because I watch videos of Disney, you know, and Disney was surprised. They they're a little upset. They're not making the money that they thought they'd make because people aren't going. Like, <laughs> and it's just right. like, it's like, hey, we're open. Yeah, you know what? That's great. Congratulations, you're open, and, and there's people out there who want to take that chance. You know what? Me personally, I'm not ready to take that chance yet. Exactly, you and that, and that's the thing. Like, and a lot of corporations are like that. They're they're kind of surprised that like things didn't happen the way they should have because they figured, all right, we're open. Like now we can do 25 percent capacity. It's like some people are like, yeah, we don't care. Like you know, like like yep. there's still a sickness fear, out there. You know, fear works. 
yeah, fear is a hell of a motivator. It's motivating people to think smarter, shop smarter, and 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 do things differently than they've done in the past. Like it was so easy just to run out of bed and go to the corner store and then go buy something or go to the mall and buy something. But now, you know, it's it's quite fearful out there. Some people still refuse to leave their houses, so they have to come up with an alternative plan and and that's why that's why like you said, Amazon's building more places. You know, to be able to hold I there is no way that someone can't look at 2020 and not come out in 2021 going, yeah, we have to change the way we do things in order for us to survive as a business mm-hmm. because 2020 is going to kill businesses. I mean, I just saw like, you know, GameStop said they're closing, like already closing a hundred stores because of the COVID and on top of just their regular business practices, they're trying to slim, you know, slim out those strip mall stores, but it's, it's, but I mean, who's to say like Walmart, like I would go to Walmart, it's getting kind of crowded in there. And that makes me want to go. Yeah. I don't think I want to go. Right. Because it, it's because what happens is, is that the people who are showing up in droves also lost the capacity to be civilized human beings. Right. Like I, like Walmart has still has like, Hey, shop up. You can only go up this aisle and then don't go up this way. Like they want you to a uh, flow. People ignore that. Like you got like I legitimately was at Walmart buying something and this woman came right up, basically going the wrong way up an aisle, an aisle and like total disregard to everybody. Just like get out of my way. I'm here for my own. My I'm doing this. Fuck you, kind of thing. Mm. You know, and it's just it's one of those things where you just kind of look at people and humanity going. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't seem to get our shit together because people don't know how to be civilized to each other in the most basic way by saying excuse me or be patient with somebody who might be walking a little slower or maybe a little timid about grabbing something because they don't know mm-hmm. you know i'm always like whenever i see like an older person in the store i give them a wide berth mm-hmm. you know, just, just because i'm like you know look they i try i don't like having my bubble poked so i try hard not to poke other people's bubbles even if they don't even have a bubble yeah, because I, I, poking their bubble kind of inadvertently pokes mine. Right, and that's and that I do that. I didn't. I, I was even doing that before the pandemic. I'm I'm always give like especially old people a, like a you know wide you know type of thing. And if I can, nah, I, used to, I, used to, I used to check them. What? I used to hip check them, just kind of get them away, Grandma. <laughs> now I'm a little more polite. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my hip, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it was already broken, lady. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get my juju bees. I have to get my hard candy. My little strawberry candies go in my pocket. I know they go in your purse, but they go in my pocket first. Out of my way. Shove it to the ground. Grab the bag out of her hand. Go, no. Now I'm <laughs> spanking, smack on her nose with a paper. No. No hard candy. No strawberry candies. Now, now I'm a little bit more going. And maybe there's an extra bag there. I'll grab one for you. Here, toss it over to you. I'll keep one for myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> COVID made you a nicer, nicer person. <laughs> Fear made you a nicer person. All right. Um, no, but the uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about shopping and how you know. Oh, the. Pushed back to December, how it's gonna 
I don't think like I don't think Tenet it did as well or is doing as well as people were hoping it would. Because yeah. Tenet was supposed to be like the second coming of movies. It was like, oh, Christopher Nolan's going to save everybody. We're, he's going to make a movie. It's going to make everyone pack the theaters. You have to watch in the big screen. You just have to. Yeah, I don't think they have to. I mean, yeah, all and, right, and that's sure, and that's the that's the whole thing, you know. And, and that's to say, like, I don't, I don't think Wonder Woman is going to be a, a Christmas release. I think it's gonna, because because Warner Brothers is going to try to make the like always. They're always they're they're going to make the maximum uh, bang for the buck, and they're going to just go, hey, you know what? It's not going to happen this Christmas because we see the numbers are not happening, and we're going to be, uh, um, you know, we're gonna have to to push it back and they're going to give some lame excuse, you know, or they might come out with the, yeah, it's because of the uh, COVID, you know, like we're just, you know, we don't feel that, you know, uh, it'd be, it'd be worthwhile for us to be there, you know? So, but uh, yeah. So, but. Uh, oh, wait, well, sucks. I do have casting news. Okay. Um, Family guy is replacing the mayor of Quahog. Oh, Yes. Um, I, for those people who don't know, Adam West was the voice of the mayor of Quahog for um, uh, more than 100 episodes, mm-hmm. which is over five years. Um, he passed away in 2017 for those people who live under a rock. Um, the show acknowledged West passing a couple of years after his death, um, and the high school was re- was renamed after him, by the way. Um, the executive producer Richard Appel told Entertainment Weekly um, – we wanted to take time to respect Adam and having a conversation about how do you replace him? The universal belief was he's irreplaceable. And the next question is, do you find a new mayor in the world of family guy? He had an important role and a role that was necessary for a lot of stories. Um, though they have, they have a person and that person is Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott is going to replace Adam West as the mayor and, um, for those people who don't know, um, Sam Elliott's got that. He's an older gentleman, bushy mustache, not the guy who does diabetes. He passed away. Um, Sam, <laughs> Wilford Brimley? Sam Elliott's. Huh? <laughs> you mean Wilford, Wilford Brimley? Yeah. Um, but Sam Elliott has that deep, very southern gentleman type voice. Always plays a cowboy. I've never seen him play anything else but a, a cowboy. He played, a, like. he played a motorcycle. Uh, uh, what do you call those guys? Uh, I don't want to say thug, but it's the only thing I can, can think of. In the, that movie Mask with uh, um, Cher and Eric Stoltz. Okay. okay. But yeah, pretty yeah, much yes. every, pretty much every other movie that he's played a cowboy. <laughs> and show. Um it's so the quote goes on. We could be as original and unexpected and comedically fun and fresh as Adam. Uh, Sam has a voice that obviously he's a movie star, but he also has a voice that made for radio. And Sam Elliott quickly became our first choice. Um, it's explained that Elliott's character is actually Mayor West's cousin, whose first and middle names are Wild. That's right. Meet Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> Wild West comes east of Quahog. When Peter becomes unhappy with the candidates in consideration for the job and decides that the town needs a celebrity figure who is fun, so Peter persuades him to run for office. Elliot was reluctant to take the job. He even turned it down because he didn't, quote, want to play himself. So the creative team switched things up so he wouldn't be playing himself. Um, This is, again, a quote. We thought, wait a minute, um, 
that note is a smart note because that was more of what Adam West was doing. And the new mayor shouldn't be another real-world celebrity playing himself within our fictional world. So we kicked around a bunch of ideas and said, what if we refashioned this as a Wild West for Sam Elliott and create his new character? And he responded very well to that idea. So Sam Elliott took the job, and we'll see him appearing in a handful of episodes, I think, soon. You know, because I think the new season starts up September 27th of this year. This okay. year, and There's a little photo of him. I'm like, all right. Okay, I mean, had to happen sooner or later. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. They they, they had to, they had to do something, and I, and I mean, granted, I mean, they could have got anybody. I probably would have said. The only thing is, I, I see like that's the thing. Like you 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 think about it. I mean, like like because you 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 when you hear Adam West, you know he's not that stupid. Like because like on the show, right. he's an idiot. Yeah, you know? like like there was there was. There were some things he would do. And you're like, wow, like that's really out there, you know. But but you you laughed at it. That was that was the joke, you know. And that that was the thing, like you know. He but is, it, he was very good at being the 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 punchline to the joke. Yes, and I and I mean, I granted, it's like you know, like to get somebody like that again is would probably be very hard to do. But I thought, like, if because I I saw who it was, I didn't read the article, like more specifics like that. But I, I was thinking to myself, that would be funny, though, if Sam Elliott was like Sam Elliott, you know, and he, he did the same kind of, like, comedy routine. I think it would have been funny, you know, like, I I think that still would work, like, you know, like, like, because you, you know Sam Elliott in a way, because you've seen him in a bunch of roles. I mean, like, I, you know, anybody who's not who Sam Elliott is really needs to watch a movie, because I mean, he's in a... Right. Because there's a lot of movies, you know, and it's, it's, it's like there's there, there, and he's 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 a talented actor, and you know, I mean, Granny plays the he same is, role. He is the star of a movie that I'm dying to watch. It is uh, the man who killed Hitler and Bigfoot. Um, I think it's the name of the movie. I think it's on Hulu. Um, it's like a a, a tale of. Um, I'm gonna Google him so you can continue. Uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. E L L. Sam Elliott. He was in A Star is Born, by the way. Um, I think the reboot. Um, but the movie I'm talking about is he was also in, um, what do you call it, Roadhouse. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's in a movie called The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Yeah. I, I'm, it's, every time I see the title, just title alone makes me want to watch it. <laughs> And he always plays like he in, in in he was in the Good Dinosaur. His, he was Butch. Um, he's an axe cop. He was axe cop's dad. He's was in twelve episodes of Justified. I mean, he's got that's he's the voice of Trusty and Lady in the Tramp. So I mean, he's got he's got the chops. <laughs> he was the Big Lebowski. I'm looking at his. Uh, I'm looking at his, his IMDb page, and it's like, wow, he's been in a lot of shit, like a lot of that's, stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, like if you don't know who he is, it's like, it's like I'm like, there's the odds are you've seen a movie he's in. Like, there's, there's if you haven't seen, yeah, and he's never really been like the heavy, the lead in it. He's always been like someone's dad or someone's granddad or like a second character, but he's got a voice that you can recognize. Yeah. You know who he is because it's like it's like it's it never it never changes. It's not like they put makeup on him too much and go, yeah, no. you're, you're gonna you're gonna look like this. You know, I think I may have seen him once without the mustache. You know, I mean, his mustache is as famous as Tom Selleck's mustache. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's it's true, and it's, and it's, 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 so like you know. 
but if but it's just like you know I, I, it's going to be interesting to see him in in I, I I'm just amazed that he they got him to do it I oh, that's that's the other thing I wanted to, to mention about this like I, I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> as Ellie is going to be in Family Guy because it's because let's be honest I mean like like I, I think a lot of actors kind of want to do voice work for 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 that show because of the, the popularity of it i don't know how it's still doing well because actually i've never i've not watched family guy on a sunday night in years because of the yeah. show <laughs> there's very rarely that i've watched family guy on 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 it's the night it airs and uh uh it's it just it's, it's you know so i'm, I'm going to try it now watch it now and see you know why like, because i actually watch it <laughs> I can watch it on Hulu for the next day, or I think Comedy Central, not Comedy Central, uh, uh, um, Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network, I think, airs it like the next week or something like that on on you know late night or whatever. So you know, type of thing. But either one way or another, I can watch it. Um, you know, uh, sh- shortly after it airs, if I don't, if I because of the show, I, I can't watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's gonna be interesting. I mean. I'm, I'm just, I'm just surprised. I'm like, I'm like, really? I'm like, like, what is this, Grand the Crapper? <laughs> I mean, look at this. He gets a paycheck. I mean, it's voiceover work. So in this, in this climate, doesn't have to visit his set. He can do the voiceover work from his house at this point. It voiceover work is probably the perfect social distancing job at the moment. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, 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 even if he has to go into a studio, I mean, like you're in a booth by yourself. It's not like, it's right. not like there's like, like a crowd of people around you, you know, unless it's like an ensemble thing and they're doing it all the reading. But like, even then, like, like you could, you could be in your own town booth and, and do it. And, 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 and like, you could do a whole season almost in, in a, like sure. a few days, you know, like just like recording, you know, Especially like he's not like he's a major character. Like he does maybe like he'll have like in a twenty-four episode arc maybe six episodes that he has to do, and he's only in it for five minutes. You know, right. the episode, you know, type of thing. So that's like twenty-five minutes worth of of work that he has to do voiceovers. You know, maybe like a day of of him, you know, going in and doing this. Or even you're right, even he probably could do it from home. You know. I've, Give them a recording device, and he has a sound booth somewhere. Or he sets up a sound booth in his house, and he records what he needs, and then sends it in. And then that's you know they'll edit it out, and they'll go back and go, "Can you do this line again, or these lines?" You know, right? So, um, I do have one more thing, and this is more of a, of a not a throwaway article. It's more of a hey, guess what? Um, they're making Thor: Love and Thunder, right? Okay, and. Anybody who's a fan of The Mandalorian should watch the galley. Um, the what do you call it? The Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian. It's basically everyone talking about how they made the show and how they, you know, the stuff. The one episode I found the most fascinating was the virtual set that they use. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never, they never, never went once on location. It was all in this virtual production set. Mm hmm. Well, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because Thor, Love and Thunder, is going to be using that virtual production form from The Mandalorian. Wow. So, it, for those people, like I said, I, I highly recommend watching, if, you, if you're if you a fan of The Mandalorian, watch The Gallery. Even, um, if you're a fan, even if you're not even a fan of Mandalorian, but you're a fan of technology, of like right, the way things are done. If that episode itself, just how they did the technology that's involved in that virtual set was fascinating. I was pissed off that it was only a half hour. I could have watched another hour of how they do that stuff. 
but that's me. I'm an, I'm kind of nerdy that way. Mm. But director Taika Waititi, who has done the voice of the um, the robot, the bounty hunter in the show, he's also directed a couple episodes. He is going to get a chance to work again with some of the virtual production stage technology developed for the fan franchise. Um, he's already used it. ILM is going to be is going to build a larger stagecraft at Fox Studios Australia while also expanding the Manhattan Beach Studios and Pinewood Studios. Um, quote here from someone, when combined with Industrial Light and Magic's expert visual effects talent, motion capture ex experience, facial capture via Medusa, Enema, and Flux, and the innovative production technology behind, developed by ILM's newly integrated Technoprops team, we believe we have a unique offers, offering for the industry, said the head of ILM, Rob Bedrow, in a statement. Um, Natalie Portman revealed the movie will start produce, will start production in Australia shortly after the beginning of next year, and recent news implies that the production team won't have to go on location as much as in the past. Um, and, of course, the theatrical the movie is supposed to come out in 2022. So I thought that was pretty fascinating that you're going to watch a movie – that for the most part has been done all on one stage. <laughs> you know, that's that's going to be the fascinating part. Like, I know green screen and blue screens, all the big rage and all that stuff. But when you look at the Mandalorian, there were moments I was like, I, I honestly thought they went to locations and that they were filming outside. I mean, they maybe once or twice, but when you find out that it would felt like ninety percent of the entire show was done inside this one room, you're like, that's crazy yeah like it was insane to watch them do that and it was like i just went oh my god sooner or later people are be able to have this technology in their house and and they could probably find a way with, with the way virtual reality is getting more popular this uh, to me i was like wow i can't i'm more excited now i was already excited to see you know the next thor movie but i'm even more excited just to sit there and watch it and go this was all done in, in, in a warehouse. And that's it. Like all the, all, I, 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 I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I just, I'm, 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 I'm waiting for the day. Like, you know, especially when that comes out, like love and thunder and people are like, yeah, I could tell it was, it was all digital. Like, you know, like, cause that's, of course there's going to be that. Cause there's, cause there's assholes out there that like, it's like, Oh, it's because it's all digital. I'm like, yeah, no, we're going to really have somebody fly across some like thing and smash into a wall and they're going to survive and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, because that's how real you want to make it, you know, we're actually going to do that. And it's like, no, you, you know, you, it, it just, it bothers me when, when people do that. Like, oh, I can tell it's a digital. Well, of course it's digital because they can't do that in real life. Like Look, people will where die. we came from, from when it, we could see the shitty blue screen lines around people to the shitty special effects to now I, I'm you know what yeah I know when I see Superman fly I know that it's a digital representation he's, he's laying on a board or or on wires but you know what it still looks fucking cool mm -hmm. like <laughs> that's something that you don't get a chance to see every day and to know that like when you're watching like and it makes me appreciate makes me excited and appreciative of the next season because that's a lot of brain power that's a lot of artists that's a lot of like rendering that needs to get done and to be able to make it look so realistic and so good like it was it to me it was like wow I, I can't wait to like to see more technology I'm excited to see that maybe 
you need someone to take that leap and to, to film with it. And I think since, since Taika has had experience with it, he'd be the best choice to do it. Right. Because, and I mean, John Favreau himself, you know, when he did Lion King, I was watching the behind the scenes stuff of the Lion King that he did, and it is all a virtual set, all of it. I mean, clearly because it's an you know it's an animated movie, so to speak. But how they filmed it was definitely in a VR space, not just a two dimensional background. It right. was three D space that they were filming in through VR headsets and stuff. And it was it was again to me as a, as a, as a, a special effects nerd, geek movie geek. It was uh, I, I was like, wow, that's wild like seeing them walk around with virtual headsets going okay well if we can film from this angle and film from that angle and you see on the screen what they're looking at and going wow that's really good and then to take that at one step more with the mandalorian going yeah you know what that ship all he had was the bottom everything <laughs> else was just fake digitally you're like get the fuck out of here i thought that was a real ship like like it looked perfect no it's just just the walk-up plank that's it that's, that's the thing. That's the, that's the, the most mind blowing part. And then, like, imagine them building like several of those things, and like people can make movies like that over and over again. And it's just, you know, at a rate you can almost do like have uh, sequels and stuff like that. And you know, in a in a in, in even a faster amount of time. You know, this this is yeah. You know, it's just mind blowing because of you know, like they don't have to worry about locations and will this be available and stuff like that. Like imagine like they could replicate like downtown New York or, you know, those, those big areas where they're shutting down production for, you know, a week or right. whatever, you know, or, or they're filming at like early in the morning and nobody can go to work or have to, you know, find a way, you know, a different way because right. they want to use there's this. always that one story of how like they had to shut down a five block space of like Times Square. Right. You know, Imagine not having to do that anymore. Just being like, okay, get. The, I guess the the. Uh, I guess you would have to get permission because you're taking an image. So there's probably a copyright thing that has to get done. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. It's talk for a lawyer, I guess. Right. But, I mean, it's just saying it's it's insignificant because basically they'll sure. get it, you know, because it's like you know, oh, you want to put New York in a in a movie? Sure, you know, for X amount of dollars, you know, like yeah, okay, yeah, you can destroy. You can explode, a, you know, cars, parts of buildings, and never have to really worry. Safety mm -hmm. is not won't be an issue anymore. Like you won't have, you know, an, a stuntman getting hurt on the stage because of a car crash or an explosion. You know, it's all in this warehouse. It's all done digitally. It's, it's it it opens up so many doors for so much more different visual creativity that it's fascinating. To me. Yeah. Yep. It's like we live in a we live in a great time, Ed, to be moviegoers. It's a shame we just can't go to the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too aggressive. Uh, you'll be an X, you'll be an Xbox user. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is all I have this week, Ed. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you haven't already, I keep repeating myself. Go to Facebook, Geeksters Radio on Facebook and give us a like follow us on Twitter at Geeksters and if you want to contact Ed or if you want, if you want us to have an opinion on something that we haven't had an opinion on um, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com that's S-H-A-W-N Excelsior
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. 